And from the dark underbelly of New York City and the smoke-smothered Pacific Northwest, <laughs> we found our way back to the Salt of the Streets podcast. <laughs> this is Saturday, August 25th, 1.21 p.m., episode 28. Episode 28. We need to talk about that in a second. But <clears throat> welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Street podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary on weekly news, pop culture, and sports Built from the ground up for people like you, the everyday normal person. Join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and continue our endless efforts to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Colin. I am Donovan. And coming up on this week's show, we're going to be catching up on the last few weeks since I've been out of town and things have been kind of crazy. We had some pre-recorded show that got popped up so i i know don's had a little bit of a break at least from the podcast not from real life yeah and uh but uh, i think if we have some time too we might be discussing some of the latest and greatest uh news coming out of the endless circle that is the trump presidency and the investigations and whatnot but we'll see how we're doing on time but of course, before we dive into the heavy stuff, just a reminder to take a second to rate the show on whatever platform you're listening to right now, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you like what we're trying to do here, all you got to do to help, help us out is get down, give us a, ra- a rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. It would help out the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, follow us on Instagram at Salt of the Streets. <laughs> give us a like on Facebook at Salt of the Streets. And follow us on Twitter. Twitter. Did I just say Titter? Yeah. <laughs> Twitter. Hey, I'm uh, back. Alpaca Donovan or Salt of the Street on Twitter. And uh, Instagram, Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. That's right. And you are Big Bird Offy on both of those things. For sure. Helps keep it simple. Make it easier for everybody. I just have to be difficult. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't know. Well, because we, we don't... We don't have a Salt of the Streets Twitter. We just have our own. But it's we have true. a Salt of the Streets Instagram. So, And I don't want to be like Salt of the Street Donovan, you know, on Facebook. Yeah, that'd be like, weird. Nobody likes that. So I'm just fine. Can you even make things that long, probably? I don't know. I don't know. How long can you make your name the on? The max uh, character length on Instagram. Yeah. It's probably something tiny. Because, I mean, you think 32. Salt of the Street. Oh, yeah, because you couldn't put Salt of the Streets because that was too long. There's the max. We just remembered. Yeah. We figured but it out. But that's on Twitter, not on Instagram. I don't know what it is. On. Oh. It might be like 32 characters on Instagram. I'm not sure. That just goes to show you how much weed I've been smoking lately. I forgot <laughs> you were talking about Instagram. Uh, speaking of being a lightweight when it comes to smoking weed, I just got back from New York. Yes. Obviously. Uh, two you, weeks, dog. Two weeks. That was a... It was one of those, every day was long, but the two weeks, like, just disappeared. And that's just, I think that's just kind of the general flow of... Vacation? Yeah, vacation, and especially when you you hang out in a spot like New York City, where everything is just go, 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 go. Nothing ever shuts off or stops. Um, Yeah, it it was a good two weeks, you know, got a nice stay away from work and you know all that good stuff i didn't uh yeah you handled like everything when it came to podcasts so i kind of i tried to block myself out from most of the social media and the news and yeah and luckily i don't think i missed too much which was nice i think there was like a two-week lull in the news yeah i don't think that there really was like that much that happened you know Um, i was listening to somebody maybe it was must have been ben 
Ben Shapiro, I think, was like one of the first episodes I listened to when I came back. It was like, yeah, it's been kind of a uh, a calm two weeks until this happened. Yeah, I think that was when uh, who was it Monday or Tuesday when all the uh, the investigations for. Cohen and uh, Manafort, when did they come down? I think it was Tuesday, yeah, yeah. because it was within minutes of each other that Paul Manafort, and we'll talk about this later, but then Paul Manafort was found guilty of like eight different crimes, and Michael Cohen pled guilty to a couple of different crimes. So, Yeah, that was, uh, but it was interesting to hear him say that. When I come back, I was like, oh, that's cool. I guess I didn't miss much. It's a nice little, it was almost like it was built just for me. Thanks, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... But yeah, I don't know. Uh, where do we even start? How, how have you been, first of all? Uh, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, first, got to tell me what you ate today before oh, we go any farther. Cause that's I right. Forget. I can't forget that. I had a breakfast sandwich, and I had... I actually I got... I was feeling real fat, and I made myself two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like <sighs> two hours ago. Oh, I love, they're so I've, good. Jordan is on... So Jordan, like she said, she's 20 weeks on Sunday, tomorrow, the day of the fantasy draft, which we will also talk about later because Colin is playing fantasy with us this year. Uh, But, so Jordan is 20 weeks tomorrow, um, and she has a peanut butter and jelly sandwich almost every single day. That's good. Um, That makes me happy. It's usually about 20 minutes before we go to bed. Like, she's, and she, I mean, obviously she's eating all the time, but it's almost always a PB&J before bed, and she's... Loving it. Pam from work gave us um, some some jam that Dave made, some plum oh. jam that Dave made, and it's like I wouldn't even eat it. Oh, it's fire! I would have to eat it. She said but, that she's yeah. gonna make more. Oh, it's fire! It is fucking fire! Mm. <laughs> fire! Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I wasn't sure I was gonna like it, but it is absolutely delicious on fucking everything on toast, English muffin, on a PB and J. It's delicious. You said. Plum, plum, plum jam. jam, and mm. that's why I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it, but it was fucking delicious. Do you like regular plums, or do you just? I don't not know really that I've them? ever just eaten a plum. Oh, dude, they're wicked good. Yeah, I don't know that I have. We have a plum tree out back. No shit. <laughs> and I don't know if they're quite ready yet, but we'll when get they some are, that. We get one. We got. I don't know if you noticed, like the apples everywhere that are falling off the trees. But yeah. We have. We get lots of apples too here. We'll be ready sooner rather than later. So we'll have to stock you guys up with some apples. A plum, because plums are dark, right? They're like purple or something yeah. like that. But the meat is not always that dark. Really? Sometimes it's kind of greenish, like translucent green. Really? Yeah. Kind of like a, like an orange, just translucent orange. But it has a pit in it, right? Yeah, a little one. It's not as big as like a peach? No, no, not like that. Uh, they're much thinner. Well, I don't know. How to... I guess they're kind of maybe even proportional to a peach. Yeah. But they're, I think they are thinner. My dog is barking, and I can hear it in my headphones. <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys are hearing that. I might I have to go put that are. soundproof thing quiet. on. Okay, good. We'll just go with that. It'll yeah. be fine. We've done worse before. Yeah. They'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. It was, if anybody listened to the Century Club, that was worse than this. So it's, <laughs> it'll be all right. That was a... I've, I haven't made it all the way through that one yet, but... Uh, just because time is is hard to you know it's hard to fit in a couple hours two and a half hours three hours especially no offense against our podcast but neil degrasse tyson was on rogan this week and that's kind of taken (laughs) over my life for most of the week yeah he had a couple of cool people on while you were gone like mccullough culkin was on there and um doug duran oh i heard that one 
Um, I listened to that one on my drive up to Cape Cod. Oh, I didn't. I haven't listened to any of those yet, but I have them all on my queue, which fucking got deleted again, like just the other day. And so I fucking hit up Apple support again and like, you know. Yeah, I think I saw you tweeted at them or something, right? Every time I do and every time they're like, oh, why don't you know fucking send us a DM and we'll like see what's up and. So that's why I had to reset like my settings or whatever on my phone and lost all my Wi-Fi. So I had oh, to reset yeah. into all my Wi-Fis. Um, and so this time I was like, listen, like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like if it happens again, then what? And they were like, well, it, like if it continues to happen, then, you know, then we'll try something else. And I was like, but this isn't like a consistent problem, right? And I was like, it doesn't happen like all the time. I was like, but when it does happen, I lose fucking 60 podcasts like in my queue. Like, and I legitimately like I use it for work. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's a huge problem for me. Like, I know you, like, not, I don't mean, like, my, like, my job, like, manufacturing. I mean my job here. Like, I use it for work. You know, <laughs> yes. I need that shit. And those are all things I need to listen to. And so when they're gone, like, I have to try and remember every single one that was there. I don't remember what the fuck 60 different podcasts was there. It makes me so goddamn mad. I think you're going to have to go to uh, doing hard records too so whenever you got an episode you're just gonna have to write it down on your list and add it and that way if the worst happens you know you're not that fucked i I mean you still got to go back and grab all of them but at least you got the list i think i decided that i might just not buy an iphone the next time i get (gasps) a phone yeah and I just got this one like a couple months ago so i've got two years to decide oh that's the way that i feel right now i'm like i would rather get like a Note Nine or some shit that has a fucking little a little pen in the bottom, and mm-hmm. I can I can hand write on it, and then it will turn into text. That'd be pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. on there, yeah, you just write on it, and then it turns it into regular sized on there, like on the Note, and so you just stay. I wonder if that's writing. like more of a pain in the ass. I don't know. I wonder. I would. I write in all capital letters, so I would have to think that, like, for somebody like me, it's probably pretty simple, you know? Yeah. That, like, yes, they wouldn't have a hard time. It might, it might translate it into all capital letters, like all yelling, but I don't <laughs> but know. That's when I'll know you'll get the phone. It's because you started doing that, and every text Everything. you send is all caps all the time. Like, bro, he's really fucking passionate about this. I wonder if you can train autocorrect to fix that. Like, if it just if it yeah. does it every time, you know? Like that series of fucked up test messages I sent you this oh, morning. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Well, and you're usually so good about it that it was, like, great to just watch that unfold. That, yeah. Because mine are always so terrible, you know? <laughs> you you have had to translate some really terrible shit that I've said that. But I, sp- I speak know. that language now, so yeah. it's it's totally fine. I just, I read it you. through, and I don't necessarily read it as you write it i just kind of okay i know what that means it's good it's like translating the hieroglyphs and shit you know yeah i got this i i have the rosetta stone like this somewhere deep within me something laura croft would go after yeah so um so that's that's what you ate today was the peanut butter and jellies um yeah, and then uh, and the breakfast, breakfast sandwich, sandwich earlier. Yeah. So that's good. That's a reasonable. That's a reasonable amount of food. It's a decent amount yeah, of food. You I'll know, it's that. it's one thirty. Yeah. Um, so I've been pretty good. Like I did the did the fucking Century Club. Shout out to fucking Blake and Biscuit. You know, Biscuit. And Biscuit. Um, <clears throat> uh, Drew and Casey. They killed it. That was Ty, that was crazy. Tyler helped yeah. me co-host it. That was really cool. Great job, um, Ty Ty. Yeah, you guys are big in the Netherlands. We're big in the Netherlands. That's that's a out. thing that yeah. happens. Look out for that. Um, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but a hell of people in the Netherlands picked up on that. Yeah, that was weird. So. That was like so dope. I um, 
I was going to just do the opening line to the show today. Yeah. In Dutch. <laughs> and then not tell you about it or anything. But it was I mean, Dutch is hard to speak, oh, man. I'm, so I'm I couldn't I couldn't get it down. You could, I bet, just put it in your phone and make it speak it, you know? Yeah. I could totally do that. Because I actually have this The Google Translate. I got the Google Translate. Yeah. And it's pretty sweet. <clears throat> And I don't remember how to do that. Do I just type it and it'll say something, I think. I would hope so. Welcome to the <laughs> podcast. And Welcome to the podcast. No, in not in English and Dutch. Come on now. <laughs> what the fuck? Here we go. Welcome by the podcast. Ooh. Boom. Shout out to the Netherlands. <laughs> I've been to the Netherlands before. It's a really? nice place, yeah. On Beautiful your, country. On one of your Coast Guard tours? Mm-mm. No? No, no, this is a private practice. Oh. This is all, this is all by my lonesome. This is before I went. Oh, when and, you were doing yeah. all your traveling, you went to yeah. Russia and shit? Yeah, that was, shit, 17, 18? That's great. I think I, I turned 18 in Russia. Really? So I, yeah, and That's that was wild. like in the middle of the trip. So, yeah, that That's was pretty crazy. Dope. Yeah, I ate bear that day. <laughs> it was fantastic. Bear that day, yeah, that's pretty cool. I had some Russian bear. I would. I don't know. That. that was not Russian accent. That was a terrible Russian accent. <clears throat> I've always heard like um, Stephen Ranella has always talked about. I think it's him that's talked about mediator. Yeah. Okay. It's talked about a bear that he ate that was eating like a fuckload of blueberries. <laughs> I yeah, like, I heard yeah. that. And the fat in it is like blue, and it's yeah. like super sweet. And I'm like, that mm. that sounds great. That does. Like, sound that great. probably is delicious. And bear to me kind of tastes like a like a really good quality pot roast. Really, kind of like that beef type meat that just kind of flaked off and just was phenomenal. It worked. It was good. I fuck with that. Where that was a good trip. Yeah, <clears throat> I've so had I, lots of good trips. What can I say? <laughs> so we did the Century Club and then did the thing with Micaiah. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Yeah, I, I liked, did listen to that whole thing. That was really cool. I liked that a lot. Um, I thought that he had a good time. Uh, I mean, you know, that's how it seemed to me. I had a really good time. Um, we talked about a lot of a lot of different stuff. Yeah, you had you were all over the place. Yes, it yeah. was nice. I got to, I got to learn a lot about Micaiah. Yeah, because um, we did. We grew up, I think, maybe like five blocks from each other, like really super close to each other. Um, so I was very interested in and how that was and that's if you're interested check that the fuck out yeah um, but I, I episode would, 27 yeah I believe yeah, right? just the last one but I would like to have um, all those guys on there individually you know oh yeah over time but yeah for sure just to do like a more in-depth conversation one-on-one get yeah. to know people a little better yeah I like conversations like that that are more that end up being a little bit more personal not so much about like personal life and all that, but like how they think and what they think and why and that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, like most interviews, it seems these days are always to promote something or, you know, you're you're selling something. It's press junkets and stuff like that. Or, but I like those raw interviews. I think that's why like Rogan's so popular and stuff. Yeah. Like that's one of the things I like about Rogan is. You never know who's on there, but I don't really care because over the course of like two hours, three hours, I'm going to learn who this, you know, who this person is a little bit. Well, but, I think just asking people questions that 
like just some shit that maybe they've never thought of before, you know, mm-hmm. or that nobody's ever asked them. That always makes for for interesting material, even if it's like maybe not that interesting of a question, just because they gotta be because they're caught off their toes or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that does happen, I think, too, because not everybody's good at you know being interviewed right you know some if you're not a hun- not that this is the case always but sometimes you know if you're not a hundred percent sure in your own mind you'll have a hard time figuring out what you do think about it you're like huh well, i don't you know i don't really know have you really thought about it that much and i don't think a lot of you know most people just live life man it's yeah. hard to like sit down take time to think about the big questions but Solid, solid interview, though. I, I was very excited about it. I listened to it, like, as soon as it came out. Uh, yeah, last week. It was good stuff. Yeah. Quality as fuck. Absolutely. And then, other than, like, the other big, you did another big thing while I was gone. And that was, actually, it was the day that I came back, right? Oh, went to Hempfest. Yeah, was that the day I yeah, came I back? Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, you forgot about Yes, yeah. <laughs> I forgot um, about Hempfest. That makes a, sense. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I have a little list here so that I don't forget. Um, yeah, I went to Hempfest because Jordan's stepdad, Leif, um, is in a band called Jaded Mary. and Jaded Mary? Yeah, and they're, they're good. I like them a lot. Um, and they played main stage this year at Hempfest at one o'clock. That's awesome. And it was rad. So we went and just kind of like walked around and um, handed out a bunch of business cards to people and um, almost sold a dude a shirt off my back. Um, it's because that's the kind of guys we are. Yep. Because I was going to do it. I, yeah, I wore a Salt to the Streets shirt there. And he was like, what's up with that shirt? And I was like, I will give this to you right now for $20. Did you explain to him the shirt? Um, no, he did, he just wanted the shirt. Like he didn't oh, okay. care. Um, I mean, he may have cared, but didn't. At the, he he was high as fuck. Yeah. Um, so he just like wanted that shirt, but <clears throat> but I gave him business card and told him it's like two weeks. Two look weeks on bro. here, and we'll have t-shirts for you. Yeah. So it was all like, you got to do is answer the great question of the show at the end of the show. <laughs> I feel like we should promote that a little bit more. Cause, should talk about it more. Yeah, just a reminder to stick around for the entire show because yeah. the very last line, the closing line, every week is from something. All and from the same thing. All from the same thing uh, until somebody guesses that. And if somebody guesses where it came from, then they get a shirt. A free t-shirt. Coming at you. Yeah. You so don't even have around. to pay for shipping. I'll ship it to you. Um, And if you're local, we might even hand deliver it. Deliver it to you. (laughs) I'll sign it if that's what you want. That that feels weird, but um, (laughs) like if that's what you want, because if you, I mean, if you're listening to all the fucking episodes and then you finally figure out what it is, Mm -hmm. you're obviously like a little bit of a fan. But I'll like silver sharpie that bitch because they're black. But that's right. I I got a yellow. I got yellow paint pens at work. I'll just borrow one and we get nice and yellow. I also don't have to. If you want to wear it, that's fine. Because that that would be weird, probably, to wear a shirt with someone's signature on it. Like, because I'm not famous yet, um, except for in the Netherlands. Ex- We've covered this now. Except for in the <laughs> Netherlands, yes. Um, that's so, the next T-shirt that we're gonna wear. Yeah, if I ship it to the Netherlands, then I'll definitely sign it. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So so that was cool. My brother bought a bong that is shaped like a gun and is made out of wood. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen some of those before. It was pretty interesting. Um, I'll try and get a picture of it and put it on the internet because it was wild. That is weird. But, so, I, the, <clears throat> like, the gun is pointing towards your face? Yes. And then you, yeah. the bull, like, in the that's shaped like an AK-47. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's... <laughs> I thought it'd be like a, like a small one. No, shaped like no, a, so it's like <laughs> this big. Uh, probably like that big. And, yeah, like, the you know, the barrel of it is fucking huge. Like, probably as wide as this beer bottle. Um, and That's then, a big one. And it's... For professionals only. And it's, like, long. And then the, the downstem just goes into it. And then there's, like, a wooden clip that comes up. And then, like, the handle of it goes down. And then the stock like goes down towards the ground, um, and it was it was cool. It was we smoked out of it when we were there because that's there was not as many people at Hempfest this year as the last time that I went. The last time mm-hmm. I was in high school, but um, and I think pro- possibly just because it's legal now, you know. So it's yeah, like I was just gonna ask. I was like, do you think that's not as big of a deal? Yeah, but um, there was lots of people with like kids and shit there and stuff, which I thought is is cool, you know. I yeah. think that's good because it's it's about education. You know? Yeah, that's like, like I don't want the ki- you know I don't want like this place to be in like a closed hall and it's just a, a total hot box or anything because this is outside, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a huge park and it's at like a waterfront park too. Okay. So there's lots. So I'd be of, like, dude, I don't want a kid going in there and getting all high. So no, that'd be there's up. <laughs> there's lots of airflow and stuff that's like good. that. Um, and it's a huge. The park is like two or three miles long, so there's lots of different areas to be in. It's right down on the waterfront. Yeah, you is just it, how get far the away ferry. is it from like the ferry? Maybe like two miles. Oh, okay. So it's 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 an Uber ride, not a not uh, a walking. No, we walked there. Two miles? Yeah, bro. It's not that far. <laughs> that is not that far. Okay. Uh, how how fast do you walk? Um, I think maybe it took us like a half hour at the most. You know, because we were with Jordan and like a baby and stuff. Because like. My brother-in-law, Brian. And Jordan's kid. pregnant, man. And she's out there just like, doosh, doosh, she's just doing the... Yeah, we yeah. were definitely tired as fuck when we got back. But, I mean, yeah, we weren't, like, mobbing, you know, so... Yeah, I guess that's not bad. No, it was pretty Especially good. just cruising. When I was, like, a fat sixth grader, I walked a mile in, like, 17 minutes. So, <laughs> my legs are way longer now. So, yeah. I'm sure that... And and I walk pretty fast, just yeah. as it is because of that. I know that feeling. Right. So Jordan does too because I mean we've been together for so long. She just walk. I'm sure Carolina does the same thing. Yeah, or, she's uh, she's definitely you. upped her speed in a yeah. sense we've or met. tells you to slow the fuck down, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That does happen on occasion. Uh especially yeah. If if we're like walking with other people. Yeah. Like I I really got to slow down. <laughs> I've noticed I think just everybody in the whole world walks slow as fuck for some reason and it drives me crazy except for Jake. Except for Jake, <laughs> like me, he like physically can't walk slow. Yeah, dude, it's so hard. If I have to like keep up with slow people, it takes true effort. It like, does. Like I can't. It's hard to walk like that. You have to constantly think about taking like these small, smaller steps. steps. Yeah, you know, I feel like a you know, like a like a penguin. Yeah, because because to just step slowly is is like sneaking you know and that's yeah. weird so yeah you have to just take like small steps and mm-hmm. that also feels unnatural yeah like it's i can't like good. slow my legs down because it, it'll just look like i'm walking in slow motion and everybody will think you're high as hell which yeah i'm not <laughs> when i go walking yeah not all the time right now i think i am i just took like two puffs off that that joint like i kind of usually do to like calm down before the show but since i spent two weeks not smoking you know, my tolerance is all low again. 
So it doesn't take me up to like chill me the fuck out. It's yeah. nice. No, that was bomb weed too, because I'm also super duper high. So nice. That's that's a real thing that happened. But it's a good it's one. I, I feel like present you and in the moment. Yeah, it's yeah. a good strain. Got a yeah. good one. No, I'm happy to be here. I super, I definitely fucking missed you while you were gone. Yeah, it's um, weird. Yeah. Like, it, it felt weird because we've been doing this for so long now. Six months while you were gone. Like, that first yeah. show you were gone was six months that we've been doing this, which N- is... Not a week has gone by where we haven't seen each other for six months. Yeah. And that was, and then to not do it for three months by the time it all worked three out. Weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Okay. See? There's the weed again. Three weeks. <laughs> Thank God I have all my facts written down already for like, <laughs> when we talk about Cohen. Thank God. Oh, that's funny. Oh, but no, it does feel good, man. I just whacked my hand and it fucking hurts. Ooh. Man. But because uh, I whacked it with a hammer uh, last, it was like the week before I left. Really? Yeah, with a sledgehammer, four and a half pound Ooh. sledge. It's kind of one of my, it's one of the... Uh, dangers of my job is you kind of whack yourself in the hand sometimes that's no good it happens like pounding a stake into the ground is that what you were doing uh yeah something like that it was a (laughs) something like actually no it was a stake yeah i was putting a stake in the ground yeah not the moo kind but the the wood kind yeah i was kind of hoping you'd laugh at that super corny joke (laughs) 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 oh oh that kills me uh i can't remember it now Somebody, I think it was Morgan, last night we were hanging out over at their at their place, watching the uh, the Hawks preseason game. Oh, that's where you. Were. Uh, I was wondering yeah. where you were watching that. Yeah, I got spots, bro. I got yeah. spots. I got spots. Oh, uh, but yeah, we were watching that, and she's like, "Oh, I have a a dad joke," and I was like, "Oh, word." I can't remember if it was her. Maybe it was. I don't remember who it was now. I might have that all wrong. Somebody told me a great dad joke the other day. And I can't remember what <laughs> it is Maybe now. it wasn't Morgan. Yeah, it, <laughs> it might. Someone. May or may not have may or may not have been Morgan. Well, what's the joke? I don't remember. That's the problem. I was like I was I was going to say it and I was like, "Oh wait, I don't remember this thing." But it was I just love those stupid corny jokes, man. So the other day Dr. Plum, right, comes in every Tuesday and, oh, like, and address everybody. He's the the master. Yeah, and so yeah, you're gonna love this. So you need to free your hands. You gotta you gotta drop everything, right? Okay. So so when I shook his hand, it was like really awkward and terrible. And then we talked about like really awkward <laughs> handshakes. And so he said, "Oh, I used to know this guy that was in the Coast Guard, and he showed me this handshake. He's so put your hands like this, right." Okay. Now, like, flip them We're over. We're interlacing the fingers, yep. flipping them over. With the, with the thumbs out, and you're flipping over and face me, right? And so he, he did this. What the fuck? No. Said, he said, this is the handshake of the International Dairy Foundation. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh. So everyone knows I pulled on Colin's thumbs while he had his, had his hands flipped upside down. We'll do it in the video. You'll be able to yeah, see it. Yeah, and I showed that to my mom and, and my wife. And Jordan did not think it was very funny, but my mom just about died. And I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really funny. Um, oh, that is amazing. Just so you know that. I'm going to do it to Carolina now. Just so you know that's what you're missing. That's, that's what I'm missing. Yeah. Well, I have a character that interfaces with our business at time to time and uh he's a big he used to be a dairy farmer or used to own a dairy or whatever and so he just loves cows mm-hmm. wears like big old cowboy belt buckles and stuff like that and when he comes to the office he he tends to talk he's a talker for sure 
and somehow or other cows always come up and i love cows so it was so weird to that's i don't know that's a weird like reference that i just got in my mind because that just happened (laughs) like three days ago and then now you're over here milking my thumbs like they're others (laughs) it's not healthy Don. we went to we went to the fair last night um because jordan really loves the fair the kitsap county fair and stampede um i guess Derek kilmer was there on thursday i always fucking miss that guy i always fucking miss him I, know, I didn't get a newsletter, bro. Um, I got one. That's because he's I, busy. He's out on the campaign trail. He's out doing shit. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw some signs for him when I was out there, too. Um, so we, we went to the fairgrounds, you know, and there was all the animals and shit, like sheep Ooh. and goats. and I like um, the sheep. Yeah, there's hella food. Jordan got a big-ass corn dog, um, a fucking $9 corn dog. Yeah. Um, and I got a big-ass lemonade and had, like, some elephant ear and... <sighs> Oh, oh, it was great. We're going to go to the Puyallup Fair. You guys should go with us to the Puyallup Fair. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I don't like the fair. What? You don't if like Carolina fair? wants to go, we'll go. What do you not like the, about the fair? I don't know. I just... Just not a huge I grew fan. up around all of those animals, so I have no desire to go see them most of the <laughs> yeah. time. And, you know, I just... For one, I won't go on, uh, like, carnival rides. I don't do... Car- like carny rides, I don't, I don't fuck with them. We, I'll go to an amusement park all day long, every yeah. day, but I don't, I don't fuck with carny rides. We just talked about that last night, especially at the Kitsap County Fair, where like I was looking at him and I was like, I just don't know how any roller coaster that comes apart is safe. You yeah, know, like I don't know, I don't understand how that, how that structure. I got a sound. mental block about <laughs> when, it, man. When I it's can't meant do it. to be taken apart, exactly. But, I don't know. Jordan doesn't like rides, so the last time we went to the Pialfer, we went with her friend Kaylee, and me and Kaylee went on all these rides together, and Jordan, like, stood there, and, and she insisted that she had a great time, like, and she was totally oh, fine yeah. with that because she just doesn't like it, you know, but it felt strange. To, I felt like I was taking my wife's best friend on a date. Like, it was just strange, you know? <laughs> with your, su- with uh, your, uh, with what her right there. Uh, like a when you're a chaperone, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was really funny. But I had a good time yesterday. I had like a little pizza. Um, like a mini pizza? Mm-hmm. It was delicious. What kind of mini pizza? Where did um, you procure this mini pizza? It was a pepperoni one. It was just Domino's had a little stand oh. there. And I couldn't decide what I wanted to eat. There oh, was, this was at the fair? Yes, this was at the fair. Yeah, there was so much stuff there. I just didn't know what I wanted to eat. So I was That's right, because when I texted you, you said you were at the fair, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And we went to, at Hempfest, Hempfest has food like a fair, because there's all these fucking people getting high there. Um, so Jordan had like a gyro at Hempfest, and I had this huge thing of french fries that had like chicken and bacon and like a little bit of ranch on it and like a fuckload of garlic oh my god it was so goddamn good i I had a i had a root beer float (gasps) i had a root beer float there it was great nothing better than being high with a root beer float you know this is true like that's the best this has happened to me recently i think i even posted it on instagram once upon a time yeah which i need to try to get back into I know. Me it too. is hard to jump back into the the social media, man. And that, and every time I would just like scan the news real quick. I wouldn't like get into the articles or anything. And I just, I spent basically two weeks occasionally checking the headlines. Yeah. And God, that is a dark, dark place. That is some terrible ass shit. I almost don't spend that much time on Twitter anymore because it's like so just so divisive you know it's just it's such it's such yeah. nonsense like that it's almost not even worth reading anymore it's yeah. just crazy fucking opinions from like either side that i'm like i 
I'm not even going to respond to this because it just adds to absurdity. Yeah. You know, it's every crazy. one of you people is insane right now. <clears throat> and it's yeah, it's just the, it's the way that Twitter's designed because it's not even people that I follow. It's shit that people that I follow like. Mm-hmm. And then it shows up in my timeline. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like, you click on the little arrow, and it's like, oh, do you want to follow this person or mute them or whatever? And so I can't even choose to, like, see it less often. You yeah. know, like you can. And so there, it's it's just the way that it's designed now for yeah. you to see shit that you have chosen not to see. Yeah. It's not what... Or not chosen to see. Yeah, it wasn't... That's I mean, that's part of the whole... When you're breaking down the whole argument in all this crazy you know data mining and all the shit that's on facebook and it's you know all these things it's not what i that's not what it was really built and intended to do right you were only supposed to get stuff from your friends like whatever you know back when i was like what's on your mind do they still ask you that in facebook um, what's on your mind was like your status change i or think it still says that okay that shows you how much i really pay attention Let's to it see it's just a tool to me really all those social yes. media things are you know, one of them, Twitter for me is kind of entertainment. But other than that, like, I never really check Facebook except I just watch out for notifications on the Salt of the Streets page. Because yeah. I just use those. I don't like use my personal ones very much. It's the only one that we give a shit about. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know. It's so fucking toxic. It's hard not to deal with it. I think Instagram is probably the best place for the less toxic shit. Yes. Because. You know, I don't know. And it might just be in the people I follow, too. I don't know what. I'm sure there's all those crazy, hardcore extremists out there that post on Instagram, too. I just don't follow them. But Twitter says what what's it, happening. What's happening? Yeah. That's what Twitter says. And Facebook does still say what's on your mind. Man. So Facebook is more inviting of thoughts instead of Twitter's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know? Well, there's not enough characters to... So. To comprehensively express a thought. 280. And if you do it on the computer, it gives you the option to add another tweet. Like, so you can just make a thread. So if you're on your computer, that's how you just fucking make a thread of 30 different tweets. Mm -hmm. That's like a whole story. Which I also don't like that people are, you know. That's what they do. a thread of what the fuck ever. Of any of them, you know. I I don't want 30 fucking tweets. I don't want to read 30 of your tweets. Like, that's dumb, you know. That's not what the point is. Put that shit on Facebook. Get that yeah, shit exactly. Out of here. You know, that is not what Twitter is fucking for. Do what those, uh, you know, some people like take a, they'll tweet a picture of something they wrote. Yes. And then throw it up there. That's like hack around the system. That's, it's even like, you know, I'll almost accept that over, yeah. certainly over a thread of, you know, like I said, 30 fucking tweets about Because at least it doesn't clutter up my shit. Yeah. You know, and then if I don't want to read it, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, dude. I don't really care what you think. Yeah. I hate that I don't have to weed through all that shit. Or if it's in your, your uh, in case you missed it or whatever that is. Yes. That block they show you. I hate that. Uh, and then there'll be like a random like, oh, this is page five out of 30. I'm like, well, why is it? And then there'll be like a, a 12 out of 30. <laughs> okay, this is, I got to see what this is about now. Yeah. That's like half the time that uh, the Donald Trump, the, the POTUS, not the POTUS one, yeah, the his personal one that he uses all the time draws you in i get that all the time i'll be like he'll say something and it's like oh page two out of three <gasps> what's what what else is behind here <laughs> what's the first one what's the last one what came before and after this what yeah. is this i just it's the it's the second act of the the three act plot you know it's horrible <laughs> what's your favorite fair food Do you uh, have one? 
because I know you don't really like the fair. But I mean, honestly, if, for no, me, I mean, that's the best thing about the fair. Is fair the food, shit yeah, that for sure. You can eat there. I like the I like the food. I like the the games, which I know they're just. It's like going to the casino. It's designed to just suck money out of you, but they're fun. Yeah, and I mean that's that's about it. But uh, favorite fair food. Ooh, like fried dough is always good. Yeah. And it's whether it's elephant ear or like the, the kind where it's just all, what is it, funnel cake? Where it's all squiggly and shit. Yes. But I, I mean, that's always good. But every fair I've ever been to, it's like, there's like some clutch, good ass regular food there. Like, uh, you know, maybe there's a street taco guy there and, yeah. you know, hardcore barbecue. There was some know. Hawaiian food at this Kitsap Fair because they have the Aloha Kitchen and somewhere else. Some, oh, like, yeah. Some Hawaiian food and Smokin' Robinson's, the barbecue place, had a had a stand there and there was all kinds of Where's shit. Where's Danny's barbecue, bro? Yeah, I don't know. There was There's another guy that, that owns place that is now. fantastic. That's like a whole other person that owns that now. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that was happening... When I was when I was out, yeah, um, yeah, it was, it's like a I think a, a Navy cat owns it, something like that, so, right? Yeah. Military. Yeah, I think I met him one time. He seemed like a cool guy. Yeah, and uh, you know the other person that works there that's kind of always worked there. Rodrigo. <laughs> I feel comfortable giving him a shout out. You know, yeah. um, Rodrigo's cool as hell. Yeah, he is yeah. cool. They got the brisket that will knock your fucking socks off. That's for sure. Every once in a while, I will go there and get like a pound of brisket and like a fuckload of mac and cheese. You know, yeah, oh, that's the dude. way to live. That nice thick mac and cheese, super oh, peppery. That's super peppery mac and cheese is the way to be. Like, peppery, huh? Yeah, for real. Like lots of pepper in it. You know, like black pepper. Yeah. Like that's. Well, I'm glad you get down on that. Yeah. I don't know if I get really heavily peppered. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mean like I would like have I don't to try put, it. I, I don't have put to try extra it to see on there, but how much. That that's how they make it. Like, is it has a lot of pepper in it? Okay. And so that's like, I dig that. I'm gonna I'm get some Stouffer's and then just start putting in some pepper and it's, be like, "What's this all about?" It's good. I'm telling you, something about it. Yeah. That. Yeah, it's, it's probably you know season it like any other sauce, like salt and pepper, and your yeah. your money. Something about it. It's Mm-mm-mm. fucking delicious. I do like peppers. Like, I like pretty much all peppers. I like, you know, uh, oh my God, I'm like blanking on it. But like, when you eat Thai food and all that, it's like those chili peppers. And yeah. then, like, yeah, in some Chinese food plates, like traditional Chinese, you get to like the, the black peppercorn something, or, you know, I love that shit. And just regular ass black pepper, it, is, it has a pretty good taste on its own. It's delicious. Yeah. I like fucking, <clears throat> excuse me, like peppercorn bacon, you know? Mm. Bacon with like hell of pepper on the outside. Nice and coarse pepper, too. Oh That's ooh, freshly ground. That's the only way to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I can't touch. Maybe it's all my uh, years cooking. Mm-hmm. But man, you know, after a, a number of years, I wouldn't order ground pepper anymore. Because it's just, I couldn't fucking stand it. It's better. And so I would spend like a half hour almost, you know, probably once a week, if not more than that. Grinding I just sit there and just grind a shit ton of fucking pepper. <laughs> and, then, and then I decided I could probably do it in a food processor and it worked out a lot better. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, it doesn't even fucking compare. It's much better. Yeah, I, much, I really, much better. really shouldn't be talking about food quite yet. Oh, whoops. Oh, okay. So well, that's good. pretty much all that I did um, <laughs> while you were gone. So tell me, because you did mad shit while you were gone. Like you guys went to the yeah, fucking so museum much. and you you did a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. So 
And what I mean, some the... of it's kind of like, I'm kind of the anti-tourist when I go to places. I'm sure. And my wife is the opposite. Yeah. And even, I mean, She's she really could live in that place. Shit, so. Oh, yeah. And But yeah, I mean, we could live in a place like New York or we have. And it's like, she'll still want to do some of like the touristy stuff. I'm like, bro, I, I don't like doing that shit. <laughs> but we did, uh, we did some of that, but not too much. We uh, biked you, around Central Park. What do you like to do while you're there? Not to interrupt you, but before we, before we go into what you did while you were there, what do you like to do there, if not the touristy type shit? I like to eat food because, I mean, there's endless, endless options and they're all fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's food that you can't get here you know i probably had ramen from like a dozen or not a dozen probably realistically a half a dozen places while i was there because it's just you can go all over the place and get some good ass ramen you can get some amazing sushi you can get thai food you can get vietnamese food you get any culture in the world for the most part you can go get some some of that specific cuisine yeah you have to go to like a certain neighborhood usually and then that's just kind of where that kind of group of, you know, people of that nationality or whatever are kind of at. You know, there's certain neighborhoods like that. And then they just have a ton of, you know, they have their type of restaurants and shops. And it's great for my in-laws because there's a big, big chunks in New York are um, Latino or Latina or whatever. And um, Specifically, there's little sections that have a bunch of Ecuadorian food and Ecuadorian like groceries, <laughs> and so you can get a lot of their favorite foods that were staples of their lives that you just can't get up here. Yeah, you know, I have some of their coffee in my kitchen right now because it's fantastic. So, did you go out to eat more than you ate in when you were there? Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> Is that just how it works in New York? Like, that's yeah, just what people pretty do. much. With the size of everybody's apartments, like your full kitchen, stove, and sink and everything is probably smaller than this bar that we're sitting at which is i think if i remember right is six four because i made it exactly as high as as tall as i am yeah if i remember right but anyways not much room and so when it comes to cooking or even storing pots and pans or anything there's no fucking room so everybody goes out to eat most of the time that sucks um except for of course people that can't afford to do it and then they just make do with the tiny little space they have Right, but that's part. That's just the lifestyle out there. Ever you get used to it after a while, you know. That's weird. Uh, did you ever meet Carolina's cousin Tatiana? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she lives out there right dinner now. Dinner with us before fucking Joe Rogan or whatever. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yes. There's so many bits and pieces that night that I just I kind of forget for a little while. And yeah. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. Because we got really high before we went and saw Rogan. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. That was like one of the first times we. Like hung out, out of work, wasn't it? I Something think like so. Um, yeah, because one. that was before the draft or anything. Because mm-hmm. that's how I met Morgan. Yeah, so that that may have been the very first time that we kicked it outside of work was fucking Joe Rogan. Do you remember how serious she was when you brought up fantasy? She's like, wait, wait, yes. wait, wait, what? You have fantasy? Yes. Let's- Tell me about this. I want in, like, right the fuck now. And then I wasn't sure, um, like, how much she actually knew about football just because I didn't know, you know. Um, and so then I was talking about it and tried to, like, tell her who someone was. And she was like, I know who it is. And I was like, oh, Ooh. all right, word. Well, I am not <laughs> going to do that at. anymore. Like, I will just leave you to it. 
Um, and she was a formidable opponent, that was for sure. She did also have your wife fucking looking players up for her, which I thought was maybe a little bit cheating during the draft. But no, It's just know. called utilizing your assets, man. You know what? And I'm not going to hate on it because she brought friends and I didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Nobody said phone a friend wasn't an option. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I think uh, we're talking about doing... Uh, just another league? What's yes. the smallest you can yes. do in a league? What's the smallest amount of people? Um, eight, probably. Eight. And you do an eight-man league, um, everyone's teams are going to be fucking stacked. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not a... That's a kind of a short draft, too, when you think about it. Yeah. Eight like people. The, and the one tomorrow is going to be 15 rounds, 14 people. Gets kind of tough at the end. Yeah, that'll be but, <laughs> slim pickings. Yeah. But at that point, like, you could do... If you're going to do eight people, you can do, like, a, a two-quarterback league or, like, some other weird shit, you know, um, that, yeah. that makes it a little harder. You know, definitely you would want to do, like, three wide receivers or, like, we do two flexes, you know, instead of three wide receivers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I like those flexes. Because, um, yeah, it's wide receiver or running back? Tight end or Tight running end. back, yeah. Okay, so any of those three. Any of the three. I like that. Yeah. yeah, that's fun because then you can have a little bit more fun with different positions, you know? Like you can have a guy that's more of a, a wide receiver guy. Yeah. And that's like the way he plays fantasy. Yeah. Or, what's your what's your idea for a new league? You just want to do another one? We Yeah, we have some people that are interested, and they're like, well, I think it's too late. I'm like, I don't think so. And if I make mm-hmm. Carolina do it, and if everybody's significant other does it, we have six people. Yeah. And if we had another two... We'd have eight people. Well, and certainly to do it online, it's not too late. Okay. Um, like, as long as you do it before the season starts. Mm. Uh, but, like, we're doing ours tomorrow because it's a live draft, and next weekend is Labor Day, so people are going to be gone doing stuff. Um, so that's Dude, it why is Labor Day weekend next weekend. Yeah, nice. so that's why we're doing... Or this weekend, if you're listening to us on Monday. Yeah, I got to do... I got to fucking fix my car next weekend. <laughs> that's, uh, I know. Oh, that's right. I got $500 on parts for my car. So what was wrong with your whip again? So I have to replace all of the hoses, all the hoses for the cooling system, which is, I think, like 10 or 12 different hoses. Um, and that, and the thermostat. I got to replace the water pump and then also the drive belt. I got to do all that shit. Oh, um, you're like replacing your entire cooling so, system. Yes. Yes, I am. Except um, for the radiator. Yes. Um, and so Casey's going to come over. Case Bowles is going to come over on Sunday. Mm. You're more than welcome. So we're just going to do a bunch of, you know, it's going to take a while probably. But Word. It's going to be interesting because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but Casey wants to learn more shit and I'm down. I'm always yeah. trying to learn more shit. So yeah, I would have no fucking idea what I was doing with that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm good for certain things like brakes and tires, you know. Uh, basic oil and you know that kind of stuff i did brakes once i had to flush my whole brake line because i ran it i just i must have gotten an air pocket in it somehow and i drove all the way i had to drive from bainbridge to silverdale to get home and about halfway home my brakes basically quit working and so i just used my i had to use my e-brake and downshifting and everything because i got, got a manual if i didn't have a manual i wouldn't have drove driven yeah but i was confident enough that i could do that and it worked out and then I fixed my brakes. My whole system flushed the whole thing. And then I learned all about like the how to put a vacuum in there with those little handheld vacuum pumps and shit. Because you have, I don't know if you know this, your brake line is a vacuum system. Word. So if you get air in it, the, uh, you can't, yeah. Because right. it's a hydraulic system. Right. Essentially. But. Word. 
That's about the depths of my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to, yeah. So you have to, like I said, I have to do the, all of that stuff and then I'll have to bleed the whole system and everything. So I got to buy a whole fuckload of coolant too. Um, cause it's gonna, yeah. I got to fill everything back up cause the whole, the radiator is going to empty out. Everything is going to yeah. empty out when I take all those hoses. Well, there's a maintenance thing to check, you know, you can ch- change out all your, your coolant. Exactly. Done. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be good. Um, and I'll be happy to have it done. But I'm not happy that I have to do it. You're just because yeah, you can't drive it right now, then, huh? No. Yeah, that's a pain in the butt. No, because there's um, the top hose is fucking leaking like crazy, and so Ooh. the coolant just pours right out of it. Did it do that thing like where you're driving all of a sudden just steam? Um, no, it used to like okay. So I think we've talked about this before. The Land Rover comes with that weird part on it that's like the overflow indicator. And it's like a $250 part. And so instead of it being for the coolant overflow indicator. Mm-hmm. And so you don't need it because it just tells you if there's too much in it, you know? Yeah. So they just cut it off, which is like, I guess, a really common thing that people will just cut it off because you don't need it. As long as you don't. Yeah. Because if the warranty is already void, fuck it. Yeah. And so sometimes if the car gets really hot, then the coolant will spit out the top, like out of that hose, you know? And it will get on stuff. Ooh, and, then and then it will just steam a little bit, but it's not like nothing is wrong. It's just because there's hot coolant, over, so you just yeah. don't fill it up all the way, you know. Um, and so I thought it was doing that, and then I went to drive to work one morning and didn't have any heat. Oh, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like the first car I ever bought had a crack in the radiator, and I didn't know it because I didn't know anything about cars. Um, and so I had to like replace the radiator, and everything, and that. Um, and so I knew that something was wrong. And then I went to go to the gas station that day to make the store run for the boys. And I, so I put some coolant in before I went. And then I got to the gas station and there was like a steady stream of coolant coming out of there. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's and, nasty. Yeah. So when I got back to work, I was like looking around and trying to see. And I, I just couldn't tell where it was coming from. So I had to take it to a place in Silverdale. And they told me where it was coming from. And they were going to charge me a thousand dollars to do all of the stuff that I'm going to do um, like for the parts and all the labor mm-hmm. and everything um, and I got more parts than they were going to buy for less money than they were going to get their parts oh for sure so yeah, they're I making their money out. man they're not stupid yeah so I mean they treat me good but it's I definitely can do it myself better yeah. that's just the cheaper the nature of the game and the mechanic world everything's very expensive yeah so I'm just going to set aside an entire day pretty much an entire day in a rack of beer for me and Casey. There and, you uh, go. Possibly you to figure out what the fuck is going on. Exactly. Uh, and get the shit fixed. So, yeah. So the draft is going to be this weekend. But yeah, if you're gonna, if it's only be eight people, you should do some, some fun shit. Like it's two quarterback league or something like that, or um, some fucking like. Do you know what an IDP league is? IDP is individual defensive players. So instead of oh. drafting one defense, you draft like. Like a couple of defensive linemen and a couple of linebackers and like a safety and like a corner and shit. Well, I think since there's going to be some some newcomers yeah. to fantasy, we probably want to go a little more simple yeah. than that. But that does sound dope. I didn't know you could do that. Yes. Um, Is I'm, it kind of like a second? It's like a whole second team at that um, point? It's like in addition to your roster. So, <sighs> yeah, that's a... That, 
I mean, that's an investment. Yes. You got to really pay attention there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm down to do that. That's that's fine. Like I said, because you can just schedule it. Like we use the ESPN app. So mm-hmm. you can just schedule it on there and just do it online. Yeah. Then we can all just do it. Well, I'm sure we can make that work out. We just all have to be at a computer. You can even do it on your phone. Okay. You just have to be somewhere with internet at the time of the draft. You know, you just set it for whatever time on a Sunday night, six o'clock on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, so everybody's home and we're fucking. Well, they're going to be there tomorrow at the draft so we'll we'll talk about it some more then and maybe we can get something scheduled out and yeah figure it out because that'd be really fun especially i want to you know it'll be fun for carolina to kind of get really into football like that yeah and she's totally down with it and so i think it'll be really fun i'm pretty excited for football i'm pretty yeah, fucking excited i got, I think, I got we two. watched that one right before we left or i left the but we didn't really game game, yeah. yeah, but we didn't really watch it, watch it. And it was nice to like watch. This was my first game that I actually watched all year. Yeah. And it was I mean, it was fun. It's preseason, so it's kind of a grab bag, which I kind of enjoy. <laughs> I know some people don't get down on it, but I like seeing all the different players in there and I, the I, names last this last night was pretty tough for me. There were some hilarious names, man. Yeah. Oh Magoo. Magoo. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Goo, the Goo himself. But I mean, there was a we, we just kept seeing them. We're all sitting around like I can't even remember half of them now. But they were all pretty hilarious. Well, the NFL is big enough now that it draws people from all around the world. You know, people yeah. from fucking Africa and all, all kinds yeah. of different places that if they are of reasonable size, speed, and athleticism, they'll come here to play football. You know, so they're taking over the world, man. <clears throat> yeah, so there's lots of shit like that. Our punter is from Michael oh, Dixon is from Australia. I love our punter. Yeah, he's he really is good. awesome. He's a. I've never seen a punter like him before. He looks yeah. like a short Ben Roethlisberger in like build. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's a pretty chunky little dude. And he's, no, that's it, the kicker. The kicker. That's the kicker. Did you say punter? Yeah, the punter. Oh, yes, the yes, punter yes, yes, that yes. we have is from Australia. Man, that his, was rough. Yeah, his name is Michael Dixon. The kicker is Sebastian Janikowski. Janikowski. Yeah. Seabass. Man. Yeah. No, the dude. Punter I'm gonna get have, so much shit for that. The punter we have is a fucking one. Um, <laughs> yeah. He. I think I only saw him make one punt yesterday. He balls out. Um, but, that's. I mean, they just yeah. gave him the job over John Ryan, but. Um, yeah, he... It was the... Did you see his insane tackle towards the end of the game? No, I was at the fucking fair. Oh, dude, it was so good. I'm sure they have it on like some kind of replace, yeah. but he just grabbed onto this dude, and he flung around like he was on a fucking merry-go-round or like a swing or something. His legs flung all around <laughs> like that. It was absolutely hilarious. Brought him down. But he brought him down, man. Took him down. It was fucking so funny, man. <laughs> he looked like such a small guy compared to the guy he was trying to take down. Yeah. Uh, kind of like uh, he was, he was the cape for this other guy that he was trying to take. <laughs> it looked as ridiculous as that. Uh, but our yeah, our new kicker, Janikowski, mm-hmm. he it's a is, big boy. Yeah, he's he trips me out, man, and he was just nailing him. Yeah, I like this guy. So do no you more know, Blair Walsh project. Um, this is like a fun fact, right? Adam Vinatieri. He's the kicker for the Colts. Okay. Um, he's the oldest active player in the NFL. He's 45, right? Ooh. So. Janikowski's 40? I think so, okay. yeah. Um, there's a player for the Bills um, who got drafted this year, and he's the youngest player in the NFL, and he's 19 years old, right? And he was born two years after Adam Vinatieri started playing in the NFL. 
Vin- oh, whoa. Yeah, Vinatieri has been playing in the NFL for two years longer than that guy's been alive. <laughs> yeah. That's a trip. Yes. Especially for something like football. Because he's, most careers in football are pretty short. Yeah. He's playing with three people on the Colts who were born after he started playing. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. But yeah, the youngest player in the NFL was born two but, years after he started. But yeah, I'm thinking 45. 45. That makes sense, you know, because there's a lot of really young, you know, most of those people are younger than me now. Fuck. Yes. Damn. Yeah, when people get my age, they're really old to play football. They're mostly my age. Like, yeah. most of those guys are closer God, to I my age. I don't like thinking about that. Yeah. Makes me. What did I do with my life? Yeah. Why didn't I play professional sports? Last year's draft when I was I wasn't that it, good. most of those guys were the, the same age that I was. And I was like, this is terrible. Like, this just makes me feel horrible about myself. Why, <laughs> why am I watching this? Yeah. Like, what have I done with myself that I'm not playing in the NFL? Like, what the fuck? I, just, I couldn't even be bothered to try to really get into sports that's much that much <laughs> i played a lot of soccer when i was a kid and then yeah. just moved on to like you know extreme sports as we used to call them snowboarding and shit extreme sports remember that or maybe that's you funny. were too young for that like yeah back when games yeah anything that was in the x games that was a considered an extreme sport that's funny yeah they don't call them that anymore do they no that's, that's so it's never, just like a it's almost like an olympic sport now yeah you know well, yeah, but a lot of them are shit right Fucking, they got to bring back, like, bobsledding needs to become popular worldwide because I want to bobsled. Skateboarding is in the Olympics now. That's a thing. <sighs> okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't. Why? But, okay, whatever. That's cool. Yeah, why not? I mean, that... there's people running around with fucking little batons with ribbons on them making, you know, that's a, an Olympic sport. Some form of gymnastics. Some people take that really seriously. Uh, yes. yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I mean, it, I mean, I shouldn't hate on it because that feels kind of like a ballet meets gymnastics, and there's a there's definitely a lot of skill involved. Yeah, I just that's not what I usually think of when I think of the Olympics. I think of like the world's finest tip top athletes, you know. And if they're from Russia, they're all doped up. But that's what it is. Dude, like all of them. All of them. Dude. Yeah. If you have not watched still Icarus. Still haven't watched Icarus. Yeah, I still fucking, haven't watched Icarus. Fucking watch Icarus. Everyone watch Icarus. That shit's crazy. Okay. So let's actually What else did I do? About, yeah. Yeah. Let's actually talk about what you did. What was the first thing that you did when you got to New York? I, I had a problem with the fucking taxi cab. What do you think happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened with the taxi cab? You well, you go I, fuck yourself? No. I wanted to get... A cab. So in the airport, you got to go to a little fucking kiosk, and then they, they assign somebody to you. Well, I went and talked to the guy. I said, yeah. He's like, okay, you need a cab. I was like, yeah. He's like, where are you going? Blah, blah, blah. And then I went outside, and I, like, I had, and like nobody was there. Like He didn't give me a ticket, none of that shit. And all the cabs were like, well, I need a ticket. And I was like, bro, why the fuck? Come on. Give me my fucking ticket. I need to get a cab and get out of here. I just spent like six hours on a plane. Oh, yeah. I didn't sleep at all last night. I'm fucking pissed off. I just want to get, you know, I'm done with the day. And, but anyways, finally got a cab and went back. But that's, I was like, oh, welcome back to fucking New York. How long is the cab ride? <laughs> oh, well, we had a bunch of traffic. So it was probably, I don't know, half hour or so, 45 minutes. How much was it? Cab ride? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. It was not, uh, I did not pay for the cab. It was somebody paid for us. They came, met us at the airport. That's nice. Uh, yeah, it's always nice to not have to be a, 
alone. It's, when you come back, it's nice to see people, yeah. especially when it's family you haven't seen in a long time. Carolina's mom came down and met us there, and it was she was just, she gets so excited, you know. She's, Your wife? Uh, well, yeah, or but her mom, her mom oh. like more so. She's just very very excited when it comes to being happy. She's very very outwardly expressive about yeah. her happiness. It's, it's always really well, nice, nice to see. Yeah. You, it, it can't not put a smile on your face because it's just all the time. You could be in the worst mood in the world, like, ah, okay, happy times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I just kicked it for a while because that was a, we got there at like 11.30 or so or 11 o'clock because I think our flight was a little quick. Um, but then I, I think we basically just like hung out that day because I was just wiped. And, uh, but I think the first, I don't know, I'll have to look on the calendar. What did we do? The first, first thing we did? Yeah, the first activity. I probably think it was bike riding around Central Park. Met one of Carolina's brother out there and he rented us some bikes and then we just, you know, it's a nice loop. You just go around. How many nope. siblings does she have? She has two. Just two? Two. Yeah, two older brothers. So she's the baby. She is, yeah, by, ooh, don't hate me, sweetheart. I think it's probably by like five or six years, maybe. Oh, really? From the youngest, yeah. But the oldest one, I think it's 40 something. I don't know. I'm bad with ages, man. Shit. But yeah, she's pretty separated from the the oldest one. Yeah. But what's funny, and he's the biggest kid out of all of them. Really? He loves comic books and like loves Spider Man and Star Wars and video games, and he's he'll never be an old person. Yeah. Because he's just young at heart. And will all, he'll die young at heart, um, which is funny because he's the oldest one of the family. <laughs> but. But yeah, that was really nice, except it was like 100 fucking degrees with mm. like 70% humidity, and Carolina almost got heat stroke like halfway through. <laughs> nice and sweaty. Yeah, it was uh, Yeah, it was very sweaty. <laughs> but it was nice out. You know, a lot of... Uh, I think it was a little too hot for the sunbathers. Yeah. Because that's always a nice thing to do in Central Park. Just just, just, just lay just there. Just people watch, you know. I'm and sure, hang I'm sure. Out. Yeah. And... Uh, but yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Driving around Central Park on a bike, it's like, it's like being on the freeway. You just kind of, kind of look around and bikers and joggers and all sorts of different people out there. Um, but yeah, that was. I mean, I don't remember. I think then we went up to Cape Cod, hang out with my buddy Papa Neil. Shout out yes. Papa Neil. He listens to the show. Yes. And uh, we talked to him a couple of times, I think. Yeah. On Facebook and stuff. Yeah, he's yeah he's like one of my best friends, and I've known him since. I think it was our, we were stationed in Long Island together and just knew him probably two years. And then it was just kind of, we just kept hanging out, kept seeing each other and just always do now. That's cool. You know, hadn't seen him in like six, seven years, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. God, that makes me feel old. It's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) Every time I say that, I I hear that in my head and it's like so hard to, to, fight the urge to say that you know yeah, it's been a while you know what I mean? it's it's bad news it's like that episode of south park where cartman can't not finish singing come sail away <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody says it god damn it now i got to sing it the whole thing uh but yeah we went up to cape cod his parents uh we've met his parents a few times and they're like the nicest people on the fucking planet yeah and um they're extremely Massachusetts, like New England. I mean, they're hardcore 
from mass for sure and uh just in their their mannerisms their accent and everything and and but the pouring out of just you know welcoming energy i guess you'd call it i don't know but they invited us out to uh their summer house out on cape cod and so we went out hung out by the the beach and then we went over to one of their crab no no is that not a crab place that seems like oh wait no no i had a bunch of mussels it's, it's just a seafood right. everything, dude. It's the greatest seafood I've ever had is out of Cape Cod. Yeah. Because it's like they comes in that day. Right. All, all the time. It's like eating at a Pike's Place, you know? Yeah. Like if you like you're just it, getting it fresh, man. Any restaurant in Pike's Place yeah. is like... Came off fucking, of that boat this right. morning. I yeah. brought it from the people directly underneath me. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get much fresher than that. Yeah. Some um, of those Asian restaurants inside of there are fucking bomb. Yeah. But uh, Massachusetts... As I say, is a uh, has legal weed. They don't have really any dispensaries almost because they just haven't figured out how to implement it. But you can like but, grow it and shit. Yeah, you can you That's can cool. acquire it and from somebody, and as long as you only have a certain amount, it's not illegal. Yeah, it's just nobody sells it. Right. Like I know in DC, like you can, like you can get. Like, you can transfer, like, an ounce and a half or something like that to somebody else at a time. And it's, like, really weird, you know? Well, it's like you can't buy more than an ounce, I think, here. Yeah. Uh, Of usable flour at one time. Yeah. Because my... There's a a buddy of mine that I used to work with once upon a time. And he uh, he used to pay his grandfather to go in and, and buy weed. And just because he was home and he'd be the one going to the weed store, but he'd be like, yeah, get here's X amount of cash. Just bring me back whatever you can get. Yeah. He'd be like, all right. And he would go in and he'd buy like two ounces of flour. But like he used to get all pissed off because he bought it, but then he couldn't leave the store with both of them. So he had to like go out, put one in his car, go back, come here. back yeah. and do it again. It's like, well, I mean, it is what it is. One's for him, one's for someone else. It's, I've done that before. Even like going to the store and you buy an ounce and you're like also let me get like a couple of joints yeah and they're like no you got to go put that ounce in your car and then come back and then i'll sell you the joints and then you can leave and you're like well i'm just trying to get high on my way to wherever else i'm going like like, this this just feels ridiculous to me like just (laughs) just sell me the pot you know yeah it's i mean it's i appreciate that they're following the rules but sometimes it is inconvenient and i'm like just why can't I have an ounce and a couple of joints? You know, stupid law. Maybe your, somebody will figure it out one day. Yeah, but yeah, that is pretty dumb. Like, what the hell am I gonna do with this? Oh, right. like, I'm, what am I gonna turn around and push weight? I just went into my weed store and bought two ounces of weed. Now I'm gonna go out and push weight illegally well, on the black market. And I you don't can think so. you can also buy like I don't know, like ten grams of concentrates or something like that at a time, and like yeah. x amount of edibles. Like that's you can buy a fuckload of stuff from the pot store oh, yeah. at one time but. like uh yeah because you can buy like the 100 grant 100 milligram beverages and edibles and stuff yeah like how many of those can you buy at once uh i don't know off the top of my head but because how much is in rso um i don't know that's done that's done by percentage is mm. what they tell you um not like that's gotta be interesting yeah because there's a lot of you get a lot of mileage out of a little bit out of those things. Yeah. Which I just noticed the other day, my local shop here has like four or five different 
selections of RSO now. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's dope. But, oh, and they got fucking, they got robbed while I was gone. What? Yeah. Some dude went in there and held them up with a machete. With a machete? Yeah. Exactly. I was like, dude, that's, that's fucked crazy. Up. Yeah. A fucking machete, huh? Yep. Well, I have a feeling that most of those stores, because they're all forced to be cash businesses, yeah, basically just have a policy. They probably have insane insurance, right? And they probably just have a policy. If somebody wants walks in and says, "Give me all the money," they say, "Okay, okay, no problems." A fucking machete, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was messed up. But no weed in New York. But I got some. Mass. Yeah, no legal weed yeah. in New York. Yeah, because that's what I was talking about. Mass. It is legal, so we went to a party later on that night, and we acquired some, which was lovely. That's People nice. just passing it around. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. They're like, yeah, you guys are from Seattle, right? You could definitely get down on this, right? Yes. Like, yes, please. I would like to be able to sleep tonight. Because it was like 90-some like degrees, but, I mean, it was... That's the most humidity I've ever felt anywhere in my life. Oh, like, it really? It was straight swampy out at the Cape. Oh, when yeah. I, I went to Florida when I was in junior high, and that was that was terrible. Um, I've heard that's pretty rough. Yeah, just at the moment I walked out of the airport, it's like a blanket of wet air. Yeah, you got to change your you. shirt like, like, right away. This is terrible. Like mm-hmm. this is why would anyone live here? And there's so many people there. Yes. I don't. I can't. I can't imagine. That's right. I never need to go to Florida. <laughs> it's, I've made up that mind. My mind on that. I don't need to ever go to Florida. There's some cool stuff there. Like I went to like Universal Studios and Disney World mm-hmm. and that was rad. I would even do that now as an adult. I would go to Disney World and Universal Studios. Have you been to Disneyland? No, just Disney World. Okay. Because I've been to Disneyland I've never, a bunch I've never of been times. To <gasps> we can we're gonna have to change that. Yeah. I've never Because that's to not that far away, before. homie. I we, know. We gotta get down there. I know. Because I've been to California uh, a lot. I don't know. Because I went to training in the Coast Guard down there for a while. And, you know, I had a... Yeah, I just, I've been there for a bunch of different things. I like yeah. California. Northern California. Never been Southern California. I went down to Oakland, I think, was like the farthest south I ever got. And that was, that was a crazy story. But that's a story for another day. They almost <laughs> got shot in Oakland in the middle of the night. What the fuck? This poor little fucking kid driving in a neighborhood he shouldn't have been. Because I was DD. Okay, well, just a real quick story. <laughs> I was because uh, I was underage, and there was one club in San Francisco that was an eighteen and over club, and so a bunch of us in my class would all pile in a, a bunch of vehicles and just like caravan down there, and I had like four people with me slammed in my truck, and I was the DD because I was only like nineteen at the time maybe, and I was like, yeah, man, I'll go down. I'll you know I'll drive you guys around. I don't care. And uh, got down there. I thought I was good to go, and because I didn't have a GPS back then, this was and back before fucking smartphones and shit. Yeah. And so I I was pretty familiar because I had gone back and forth to San Francisco a lot. And get down there, we the club closed at like two a.m. And then everybody that was in my truck was fucking shammered, just three sheets to the wind. And so after about 10 three minutes sheets in... to the wind. You've never heard that? I've never heard that before. God, I'm showing my age again. I'm going to have to look that one up. Three sheets to the wind. <laughs> Keep and, going. Uh, but yeah, they, so within like 10, 15 minutes, they fucking passed out. All of them. And so I in got the on car? the highway heading yeah. back north. I thought I was going north. Turns out I was going south. 
and <laughs> missed the sign or missed the exit or whatever, you know. And uh, so I ended up in like Oakland, and I was like, dude, I gotta get the fuck off of here. I, you know, I keep seeing these signs that are saying L.A. and it's getting the mileage is getting smaller. It's like, uh oh, no, I gotta turn around, I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> and so I was in the middle of Oakland, and I just got off at some random exit, and I was in the middle of some sketchy ass town, and I was like waiting at a stoplight, and I'm here fucking. I heard fucking gunshots and shit. And so I just didn't stop at any more stoplights. And, uh, <laughs> then a cop pulls me over because he sees what I was doing. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, what are you doing here, man? You don't belong here. I was like, I know. I need I to know. leave. <laughs> That's why I'm, he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to get, you know, I'm going to get ahead of you. Just follow me. I was like, okay, cool. So then he, I got a police escort out, out of like downtown Oakland. That's fucked up. To this day, I don't really actually know where I was, but I, went, I knew I was somewhere near Oakland. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun and exciting. That's really funny. But that's, a, that's why you should go to California. <laughs> Three sheets to the wind derived from sailing ships. The sheet in the phrase uses the nautical meaning of a rope that, the, that controls the trim of sail. A sheet in, that is in the wind has come loose from its mooring and is flapping in the wind like a flag. A sail, normally jib sails, mm-hmm. is said to be sheeted to the wind when it is set to backfill, set to the opposite side of the ship from normal use. A backfield jib is normally a bad thing, but in a major storm when a ship is hove to, the mm-hmm. helm is lashed to windward, and the jibs are sheeted to the windward side of the ship, causing the ship to sit sideways to the wind and the waves to minimize the distance the ship is blown off course during a storm. Yeah. While hove to, the ship is at the mercy of the wind, and the crew has no control of the ship. Yep. So, not a not a fun situation to find yourself in if you need to do that. So that as the storm gets stronger, more force is required to hold the ship in position, and additional jibs are sheeted to the wind to keep the ship balanced. A ship that has three jibs sheeted to the wind would be sitting sideways to the wind and waves in hurricane conditions, causing it to roll wildly from side to side in constant danger of rolling over of each wave. Hence, a totally inebriated person <laughs> is out of control and in danger of crashing, just like a ship three sheets to the wind. <laughs> That so. was the longest explanation I've ever heard of that, but it was very informative. It's a lot of good Eng- background information. It's an English phrase. Just, course, yeah. <laughs> so. I could see that. <laughs> so that is where I was not sure where that was going. Maybe but that was just a sailor thing. I, I think that that's probably where you got that is because you were. Because I would well, I would have picked it up from my dad, who was a sailor. So and his dad was a sailor, and I was a sailor. So I could see how that would be. I, it's you become normal in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and thankfully, also... I've only been three sheets to the wind probably <laughs> five, six times in my life, max. Because I don't like to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So you also went to, that was the first thing you did, and then you went to a bunch of different restaurants and stuff, right? What was the best oh, yeah. thing that you ate while you were there, or your favorite thing that you ate while you were there? Mm-hmm. Ramen. <laughs> ramen just ramen uh there was I'm trying to think of which place was the best i had this cool thing which is kind of a, a newer fad i guess in the world of ramen it's called cold dipping noodles and i i kind of ordered it because it was the special of the day and i thought it was something kind of like soba noodles you ever had soba noodles or mm-hmm. seen them it's just a, it's a cold buckwheat noodle that is meticulously handcrafted and all this stuff and chopped and laid and all this good stuff. And then you just, they're cold noodles that you pick up with chopsticks and you dip it in this, this sauce 
and then suck them up. Um, so I figured that's was just some new agey version of it. And it turns out it was just cold ramen noodles with all the sides of that you would get in ramen with like the roasted pork and all that good stuff. Um, the, the, the marinated egg, which is always really good. But then it just came with this cold pile of noodles and this kind of thick sauce that was nice and spicy. And so you just kind of dip stuff in there, dip your noodles in there, suck them up. And that was really good. That was probably the most interesting thing I ate while I was there. Uh, otherwise, there was, you know, we had lots of ramen and sushi and uh, ate a ton of South American food, a lot of Ecuadorian food. Went I'm to, sure. We had a big family night where all the families got together. And we all went out to Olive Garden. Oh, really? Is, Olive Garden is never a bad time. <laughs> I'll just say that. That's really funny. I felt, I was like, man, we're in New York City, and we're all getting together for a big kind of family reunion type thing, and we're going to Olive Garden. What did you eat at Olive Garden? I had unlimited soup salad and breadsticks. <laughs> 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 I, I, was wearing a nice, I was wearing nice clothes and stuff. I didn't want to get, like, marinara sauce or anything. But I did order minestrone soup mm. which is like a tomato based broth and stuff anyway so it would have ruined my day if i spilled but yeah. i did not and i love their stupid salad dressing but <laughs> you get it anywhere i know but i just thought that was kind of funny they all want to go to olive garden that so we is went to really olive garden. funny yeah that you're talking about how endless all the food is in new york and yeah. you guys went to fucking olive, olive garden. garden yep but hey i'll never say no to that why yeah. not so you also went to like uh the museum, right? What's, yeah. What museum I can't, is that? I can't go to New York without going to the uh, Museum of Natural History. I've never been to like a proper museum, you know, like like a good one. Like we've, mm -hmm. I don't know, we have some around here. Like we have the art museum and shit, but not like a good like natural history museum I've never been to. Mm. Are you, I was like, are you going to get up and go pee? No, I need another beer. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to tell you about my, my trip to that. Yeah, no but problem. I need you to be here for it because yeah. the end of the story is rather oh, amazing. Sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry about the camera this is real life bro um but yeah we went to there it was carolina's birthday and she kind of did me the humor she didn't really necessarily care exactly what we did but we just wanted to go do something and so we went to the museum and i love to go up and see the dinosaurs skeletons stuff they have and that's fucking so crazy and i've done because i've been there a ton of times but i've never done any of their experiences like their special packages and this time i bought one to the planetarium package because oh. who, is, who is the head of the planetarium of the museum of natural history oh my god is it neil degrasse tyson it is no shit was and he there he was not there oh but we did go to his planetarium. Why not? that's lame probably because he's working he's a astrophysicist man he's got Seems shit to figure like out he should be working if he's the head of that place he should be there he was probably in his office doing like research oh on the universe should be like excuse me uh where's mr degrasse tyson like can i can i see him please like what's the problem well, here he did narrate the show that we watched though which really? was cool and he's got a great voice it was you ever been to a planetarium no this was my first experience and it was a fucking trip you sit in these seats you know and they're kind of leaned back a little bit and you just look up at this dome and it's like the equivalent of an imax experience i think i mean it's just it's right there and it's ultra high def and it's pretty fucking trippy and it was all about dark energy and you know uh dark matter really and that kind of stuff and there, they said some stuff there that kind of blew my fucking mind 
but yeah it's i don't know that's cool they have a, a cool like na- <clears throat> space exploration area and there's a underwater and a bunch of animals reptiles dinosaurs you got all sorts of cool stuff there it's just fun to walk through it's like walking through a, a national geographic magazine yeah. that's kind of what it feels like uh that was great went out to dinner there's this oh there used to be a restaurant half a block up from my in-laws place and it was an indian food place it was phenomenal and apparently they got shut down by the health code oh no or, yeah by, for a health code violation that's always bad to hear <laughs> i was like man i used to love that place yeah uh so anyways we went up i wanted to try out this place it's called queen's bully and because it's on queen's boulevard and so they just kind of they have a t-shirt in there where it says queen's um bully or boulevard like the street sign and they crossed it out and then write bully on it it's nice. pretty good but it's like a barbecue joint word uh and but like high class barbecue don't barbecue joint they had uh, live Classy music barbecue. on tuesdays some cool like light jazz bluesy type stuff which was really cool an amazing bourbon whiskey and scotch selection mm. which we went up there i think twice while we were there and i had the second night we went i had a a glass of bourbon that was twenty six dollars. Mm. I wanted to try the most expensive bourbon. Was it, it was, good? It was so fucking good. What did it taste like? It tasted like a really. If you drink bourbon, it was kind of a sweeter bourbon, not like BSB, not like that, not like, right? But like a regular bourbon, but it was kind of sweet. Uh, it didn't. It was really smooth, which was one thing. Like you didn't feel like you were drinking whiskey, you know, like a whiskey product. It was fantastic, and I didn't even think to try to remember the name, which pissed me <laughs> off. But, I mean, there's a lot of really good bourbon, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was fantastic. Man, so nice. And then I, I kind of got on a bourbon kick for the rest of the time I was there. Drink a lot of bourbon. Like your brother? No. Not like my brother. <laughs> Talking to you, Chad. <laughs> you need to upgrade from your... Actually, I don't think he really drinks that much... Uh, uh, what do you call it? He used to drink a lot of scotch. Oh. Scotch was his thing because he was What's watching Parks difference? and Recs and he picked up um, that Lagavulin, I think is what it's called, um, that one of the character drinks. And that's like his drink. So then he tried it and he really loved it. So that was his drink too. What's the difference between scotch and bourbon? Uh, bourbon, I think, is it's made with at least a 51% corn-based mash, whereas... Uh, scotch, I know, it's, it's not, you know, it's usually a single malt, one individual malt, and it's not cut with corn or anything like that. Hmm. But it, basically, it's, it's, they're all different types of, like, whiskeys. And, yeah, scotch is a lot more smoky, usually. Bourbon is, tends to be on the sweeter side, and whiskey can kind of go both ways. Right. But I think scotch technically has to come from Scotland. One of the Scottish Isles. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, unless it's, I think, a blended with blended Scotch or something. But I don't. I'm not sure how that works. Like Johnny Walker, it's the garbage of Scotches, but everybody loves it because it's cheap and they think it's fancy because it's Scotch. But it's a fucking blended Scotch, which is, it's just garbage. Even like Black Label, like Black Label is really expensive, right? What's the difference? It's way overpriced. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just. A, I mean, it's a, it's a decent you know mid-shelf blended scotch but why you would ever blend scotch is beyond my understanding yeah just save that shit for you know blended whiskey 
but they, you know, they call it scotch somehow. I don't know how that works. I should look into that shit. Yeah. I'm sure somebody has because scotch, scotch people are, they know their <laughs> shit about scotch. I don't know much about scotch other than I, I, when I drink a single malt, I absolutely love it. But yeah, I love scotch. I'm trying to like, I'm, there's like no Burgundy. good segues to just like keep going with this. No. So I'm just going to do it. I did Speaking have, of people who don't fucking drink at all, you also went and saw Book of Mormon, right? Yeah. Tell me all about Book of Mormon. That was a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Book of Mormon, without spoiling it, is fucking hilarious, as I expected. Made by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, right? Yeah. And then there's another one, too. There's another person who also created it, too, oh, okay. but I don't remember their name. Uh, no, that's important. <laughs> yeah, I, well, you see, I don't know. They, he was probably the one that introduced, like, probably helped him make it a Broadway show instead of just a movie, like they've, they did with the because the they've done South Park movie stuff. Yeah. yeah, is a musical, which is awesome. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's about these uh, these two Mormon kids that just graduate from their mission training or something like that, and one of them is like the top of his class. And the other one is like the bottom of his class. And he's like a, he's like a, if you smash Cartman and Butters together, that's kind of his character. And they get paired up and sent off to Uganda. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he was, so the, the head of the class guy, he had his dream set on going to Orlando, Florida to spread the word of God. And because it's like his favorite place on the, in the world, apparently, which is a, for some reason, seemed like a very Mormon place. Orlando. To want to go. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, oh, that's so, like, white bread. I love it. And, uh, but anyways, they get shipped off to Uganda, so he's, like, freaking out. And then they try to convert a bunch of the, this local tribe into Mormons. The Ugandans? Yeah. And it doesn't go well. And there's a warlord, and then there's a guy who's got maggots on his scrotum. What? And there's all this, I mean, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. For some reason, I thought that this was the story of the Book of Mormon. Like, no, that's, that's what I, I kind of thought that, but they did that already in in their show. Um, but they do they the do grade. they do fill in the background of of that, and actually they even narrate it in the background information. It's like when they do a flashback, they put like a sheer curtain down, and oh, you really? can see. Joseph Smith, and then I forget the other guy's name, but his, like, number two that took over the church. Yeah. And then it shows them, like, with the angel coming down and the golden plates and the hat and all that shit. And uh, Brigham but, Young. Brigham Young. That's what it was. And, yeah, he uh, yeah he was the one that introduced the fuck frog. Yeah, so tell me about the fuck frog. What is <laughs> so that? The- if you're watching the video... I'm going to show off the little fuck frog right here. This is the, a prop. It's a copy of the prop they use. And so they were getting kind of into spoiler territory now. That's fine. But fuck them. It's hard to, you know. It's a fucking Unless play. they make a movie, it's, well, it's yeah, hard it's to go play, see it. So it doesn't. Yeah. And so anyways, they, uh, yeah, that Brigham Young. Oh, no, thanks. Uh, how do I phrase this? So basically the the leader, like the the kid that was in the number one spot, basically tries to go to this fucking warlord and convert him and ends up uh, having a really bad anal experience of his own. Something got shoved up there like a Book of Mormon. And, uh, but his little flunky, like they had kind of a falling out because the kid's a flunky and one of the people in the village kind of felt bad for like the 
like the flunky kid, and so he starts telling him about Mormonism, but he's never read the Book of Mormon. Oh shit! And he doesn't know shit about it, so he's just kind of like he knows some of the key points, but then just makes shit up. And so apparently, fill in the name. What was his name? Brigham Young. Yeah. He when uh, he showed up to America or something like that, um, he ran into the natives and they all had AIDS. And so he told him the way to get rid of AIDS is to, you know, because there was a guy that there was a guy in the village who like had like, I mean, it's kind of fucked up, but like he fucked babies because he heard that it cured AIDS. And he's like, no, 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 you can't do that. You know, uh, and so Brigham Young showed up and he he gave him a frog and, and that's how he cured AIDS. And so then all, like this guy that's in the village that like goes around raping babies starts fucking frogs. <laughs> And then he has this little fuck frog. But, yeah, through by the end of it, like, the kid kind of has, like, a really shitty moment where all of his lies get exposed. And then he basically gets excommunicated from the church for a little while. Oh, shit. But then it all resolves itself by, you know, other stuff. The, the two kids kind of come together and become actual friends, and the day lives on. Everything ends happy? Yeah. Yeah. But in, like, a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the one guy who never, who's the doctor of the village, who actually never got his maggots out of his scrotum, which sad. is just sad. But that's the kind of level of like that's the humor in this movie or in the in the play. That's the level of like shrewd humor. And it's a pretty popular play, right? From oh yeah, it won like, like five Tony Awards, I think. What? Yeah, it was like it's yeah, it's won a shit ton of awards. That's crazy. Yeah, but it was a trip, man. After the after the shows. We're like walking out, and I got some swag. I got a, a shirt that's got one of the sayings from it, from it on there. It's called yeah. Hasadiga Ibuwe. means, with no context, fuck you, God. <laughs> it's for whenever anybody in the village, like, because they just live in Uganda, and they have this warlord that comes in and cuts clitorises off of, of the women and all that, and they can't do anything, so, it, so they just developed a phrase, and it was, you know, I, he said it, it, uh, translates to fuck you god so every time there's something some shit happens like well hasadigibue but that was it's pretty funny it's a great great play watched a lot of movies while i was out there what did you watch i watched the the all-star was the deadpool 2 oh no oh baby yeah we watched the super duper cut yeah and it was fucking awesome i told you i was concerned that um just Josh Brolin being Cable, I wasn't sure that he is the correct choice, you know? Um, I think he was. But, but I don't I'm excited about Cable, to see but. it. Um, he, I like Cable a lot. I just think that I, I much prefer Marvel comic books over everything. And I don't want to get it confused. I'm not by any means like super educated on comic books. But I do love the X-Men. Um, and that's like... I just thought that was so interesting. Like Cable as a person, you know? And... It was cool. But so I'm excited to see, you know, I'm excited to see him because I like him. And Ryan Reynolds was always, I mean, as always, is just fucking f- phenomenal in this yeah. movie. He's so fucking funny. Well, I'm glad that the sequel was good because sometimes, sometimes it seems like they try too hard. You know? Yeah. Um, so the sequels can be like a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. But, but I think due to the nature of how they've created this Deadpool and his mannerisms nature. and stuff, like. If they, I mean, I think they poked fun at 
themselves while they made this movie and it just made it that much better yeah it was so good well and i've not like read much deadpool but from what i understand the way that it's filmed is pretty similar to the way that the comic is written Mm -hmm. um so like he breaks the fourth wall a lot and shit like that yeah and i've never seen i've never looked at one deadpool comic i think in my life yeah we went to midtown comics too while i was there because i always like to go to midtown comics how was that i mean it's cool we didn't end up getting anything but I forgot. I should I should have looked for a Deadpool comic. Yeah, I should have brought you back comic, bro. I feel like shit now. You're good, man. We do have a bunch of swag for you guys, but Carolina's got it all written down on a list, so I don't know who necessarily gets what. That's all so right. So she'll she'll tomorrow. bring the goods tomorrow. Yeah. And I forgot that little pile of stuff over there because we went over to Jake's uh, brother's house last night. We have oh. gifts for their whole family because they're basically our other family. Right. And. Uh, I totally forgot him here last night. We left and then went down to the store to pick up some beer and some chips and dip and stuff. And then Carolina had forgotten her eye curler. And I was like, well, we were like right here. We'll come back and get it. So we got that. And then I still forgot to grab it. You <laughs> so came, came back, back here and still didn't exactly. get it. Exactly. And then like halfway to his house, I'm like, well, shit, it's too late now. Can't do that now. <laughs> so we'll do it on Sunday. <laughs> but, oh, speaking of gifts, I looked up and down. And I could not find a single fucking bottle of water in New York City that had New York written anywhere on it. I, I could have sworn that they were like everywhere, like those little I Heart New York things. Yeah. No, no. They have water bottles. But your mom specifically told <laughs> me not to get her one. water. Yeah. I couldn't find a single one. <laughs> well, I think she'll understand. Because those are much more popular now. Water bottles instead of bottles of water. like Especially in New York. Popular. Yeah. Where so. They're pretty anti-plastic. Yeah, so I could see how that is a thing. Yeah. And if you tell her that, she'll understand that that's the case. Word. So, Kathy, if you're listening to me, I apologize, but I did my best. Yeah. And I know you didn't want that water bottle. Right. So. But you'll see her tomorrow, too. I'm sure that she'll ask about it. Oh, that. yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll hear me before, we, before she hears this. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, but, uh... Yeah, we were going to go out to the movies, but I couldn't really find a movie that I was that excited you to go see. You wanted to go and see. I haven't yeah. been to the movies in a long time. There was Jurassic World 2, mm. the, the whatever, the Fallen Kingdom, I think. That was playing in one theater. It was all the way down in Brooklyn, and that's like, that's a tough trek because you got to basically go, if you don't take the buses, you got to take like a train into Manhattan, and then you got to take a train from there to like to Brooklyn. It takes a long time. How long? Uh, for those, doing that, those of us uneducated to New York and the boroughs. Oh, if you were, yeah, I bet you is in a straight line, it's probably ten miles As the to drive flies. there. Yeah, max. Shit. But you got to go all the way to Manhattan first, and that'll probably t- that'll take like maybe twenty five, thirty minutes, depending on when you catch a train. And ninety percent of the time, one of the trains somewhere, especially in one of the outer boroughs, is fucked up. Really? And like, yeah, and it's just it's a pain in the ass. That's sometimes. really common. Yeah, very fucking common because they're always working on it, and then there's always sections that are getting degraded, and so they have to like do unscheduled maintenance, and it's a pain in the butt. But it'd probably take about an hour, hour and a half to go all the way in, and then wake it all the way down there, and then try to catch a bus at least to actually get to the theater from the subway stop. No shit. Yeah, probably. And it just takes a while, you know. You got to wait for trains and transfer and buses and. All that good shit. That's crazy. But they do have a lot of good apps now that actually give you a decent, like, track. They keep decent track of when trains are coming and stuff like that. How much would it cost to take a cab there? 
a lot because you're going to be sitting in traffic the whole time. Yeah, and the meter yeah. just stays running. Yeah, most people just take the bus is pretty nice. Yeah, as long as it's not like too packed and shit, you just kind of chill out. And is it free? No, How ain't nothing free. It's so like two seventy five now, I think. Shit per ride. But you yeah. get transfers and stuff. Like yeah, once you're like in the system, you're it's easier good. Easier to yeah, and if they have like a subway outage for like a stop or two or something. There's a dedicated bus that'll be running back and forth to where the next stop is, and they won't charge anybody for that. You'll have a transfer left on well, your, that's nice. your card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got it for what it is. They got it pretty figured out. It's just you know, it's a city. It's an old city. It's an old system. Shit breaks down all the old time. Old as fuck. Yeah, stinky. I forgot how kind of dirty everything is. There. How's the homeless problem there compared to Seattle? Next to nothing. Really. Yeah. Not a thing there? No. I mean, you look at New York. I was talking to Morgan about this, I think, last night. When you look at a place like New York, there's skyscrapers that are projects. You know, they're Section 8 type of stuff where you can go, you know, if you don't make any money and you're living off of the system, you pay 20 bucks a month or whatever like that. And there's skyscrapers. Like, there's neighborhoods of skyscrapers like that. They don't have a homeless problem. Yeah. You know, there are homeless people, of course. It's just, I wouldn't call it a problem problem. There's just, there's there's far less homeless people there yeah. than in Seattle. Because when New York needs to spread out, they fucking spread out. Yeah. That's the way it is. Um, Seattle, they don't, they refuse to spread out. And so more and more people, no place to live. Everything gets more expensive and drive half the people that live there out. More and more dense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's bad, man. The last couple of times I went to Seattle for I went to that Mariners game recently, and then we came back. We took the light rail down from the airport downtown to Pioneer Square. Yeah, which how is was, nice. How was that? Yeah, it was. It was fucking packed. I've never done. Oh, really, dude? It was, I'm sure for sports <laughs> games and stuff, it's free dude, and shit a lot. It so it was like it just happened to be like the worst time to come back, the worst time of day because it's. A Sounders game had just gotten out. Uh, so, like, halfway down from the airport, literally, we were stuffed in there like a Tokyo rush hour subway. It was insane. Like, people literally crammed themselves in. It was insane. That's the worst is when there is a baseball game and a soccer game. And if there's, yeah. like, an event also in Seattle that people are trying to go or to. Or Bainbridge Island, which yeah. there was. Because, yeah, I think the Mariners were playing that night, too. So, you had people coming. You had people going. And once we got down to the ferry, the Seattle ferry terminal, ferry terminal is cut in half right now. Yeah. Because they're doing maintenance on that whole section. Such bullshit. So they have two boats going out of one terminal, for lack of a better word. But there's also apparently like two or three insanely huge fucking weddings in Bainbridge Island. Oh, my God. And so it's, I mean, I've never seen a line of people in that terminal go out the fucking door and... All the way down that ramp. And no it was, shit. It was insane. Oh, my God. Tons of people, dude. But it was weird because, like, half the people are in Sounders jerseys and, like, the other half are in, like, suits and tuxes and shit. It was crazy. That's funny. Yeah, that's how it was when we went to Hempfest. Um, I mean, not that bad down the ramp, but there was a Sounders game and a Mariners game that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Hempfest. So there was just – there was all sorts of people, you know, that were on the ferry and stuff like that. So, sorry, I got stressed. My knees are like getting. No, you're good, bro. I know. I I, the fairgrounds are so uneven and shitty that my knees are fucked from walking around there yesterday. Oh, I bet it's horrible. Did you happen to drive by 
Never mind. We can't talk about that. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> I was like, nah, that's too close. No, I can't, I can't do that. Uh, but I, I was just, I also got up and I realized I have to pee really bad. But I do have a story about what might possibly be my first psychedelic experience. What? That I had when I was there. And I'm just going to tell this story real quick because I think after this, we should probably start talking about government stuff. Deal. And then we could do the rest of it. Cause I just look, it's like 3 o'clock already. We've been doing this for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got some sports that we can do too. We, got, we definitely have to talk about sports day before the draft. Yes, and very important. On out. And I'm doing a mock draft tonight. So have no fear. It's I a will good be idea. Semi-prepared. It's, and I mean, that's up to you. That's just I only said that just for your own deal because I know you didn't watch that much football last year. Oh, word. and there's rookies and shit that came in this year. So just to know, like, where people go, you know. Yeah. That, and I really wanted to tell idea. my story real quick, but you think you can vamp for a minute? Yeah, yeah. If not, this. we're not doing this. No, longer, no, so. I got this. I got okay. this. You brought no. it up. Um, so Casey, yeah, now you're good. Um, Casey told me the other day, and I'll talk about this again when Colin gets here probably, but Casey informed me the other day that just because Colin and I were talking about the homeless problem, that they are now hiring people in San Francisco, right, to pick up human feces off of the street because the homeless problem is so bad that people are just taking dumps on the street uh and it's not i mean it's it's horrible i knew that people were doing that but i didn't realize that it was such a rampant issue um he also told me and i'll fact check this when i go back and listen to this on tuesday but i believe that he told me that the salary was over a hundred thousand dollars for this task force of people to be going around and picking up human shit um there's a task force of people calling that's that's there like new in san francisco that's being paid i believe over a hundred thousand dollars to pick up human shit off the sidewalks because the homeless problem is so bad that sounds about right yeah i mean if yeah if there's a human shit problem there's gonna be you gotta do something about it yes and how are you gonna pay somebody less than a hundred thousand dollars a year to go pick up human shit i would pick up shit for over a hundred thousand dollars a year yeah for sure because you know you're in some type of suit with gloves and shit Mm -hmm. and i would definitely do that human feces with some type of you know doggy poop scoop type i mean uh, yeah mechanism you say that oh but you don't think that you wouldn't do it i've had too much human feces experiences in my life that you know uh, in the Coast Guard, in dealing with sewage tanks and sewage leaks and sewage backups, and I don't like sewage. I can't do it anymore, man. I can't do that shit anymore. I've done it way too much. I can't stand that smell and the just the the health concerns. I just can't do. It. I just can't do it. The boys at work tried to convince me that uh, because one of them, the newest one, said that. He would put his face in human shit for two hundred thousand dollars, right? Um, so that's it's got to be close to two hundred thousand dollars because that's or I don't know why else we would talk about that. Um, and I welcome said, to hepatitis A, and right? So I said I just don't know that I would do that, right? Yeah. And and old boy Tido, he was like, "You're telling me you would not like put your face in shit for two hundred thousand dollars?" And I was like, "I don't think so." Like that's. There's just so much other shit that could happen, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like, and in the in the grand uh-huh. scheme of things, $200,000 isn't that much money. 
Like at one moment it is, but in the grand scheme of things, like I can't quit my job for $200,000. You know, yeah. that's only, I don't know, you know, if you make like a, if you make, if you make $50,000 a year, that's only four years that you cannot work. And so it's not like you can just quit your job. Like you just, yeah, no. you can just take time off. Like, so, or do something like buy the majority of a house or put, use that as part exactly. of your down payment. So your mortgage is like $200 a month. Yeah. That'd be dope. So, that would be that. super rad. That you would be the way to buy a house. Money. Like, yeah. Let me give you $150,000 and mm-hmm. I'll keep the other 50 and then I'll do whatever I want with this. Probably buy a car or some shit. Um, and everything will be rad. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. Something that won't break down all the time. But, yeah, I just don't know that I would do that. But I would pick up human shit. Because, like I said, you're probably wearing a suit and gloves and a mask and everything. And you're putting it into a little shovel mm-hmm. scoopy type thing and putting it into a bucket. And walking by. Or you might be blasting off the street with, like, yeah. a, like a pressure washer, you know? <laughs> just everything's good to go. So gnarly. But Put it in the water supply. Fuck that. <laughs> No human shit in the catch basins, please. Yeah. No, thank you. But no, I'd probably end up doing that for hundred grand a year. Come on, fuck it, I'd totally do that. Exactly. I do. I'd do a lot for a hundred grand a year. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I would debase myself every day. Yeah. My um, only limit is like time that I would work. You know, like I wouldn't work eighty hours a week for a hundred grand a year. You know, yeah. like I would. The most that I would do is like fifty, you know, because I've worked fifty hours a week now, and that's a lot. Like, but that's yeah. Fine. If I like could I do can, like you know. kind of like the way we used to do things, where we you work ten, eleven, twelve yes. hours a day just to and just to knock it all out. Yeah. Like if I could do that, I would I would do that. Yeah, and I would do that, but like I would, you know, I just don't. I I value so much my time at home and with my wife and with my family that I'm not willing to have any job like regardless of how much money it is that will even begin to put any of that at risk you know like just I think part of that is being from a family of divorce you know that like just that family unit is like so precious and so special to me you know that Mm -hmm. I would I'm just want to eliminate any reason that could even begin to lead to problem that going away yeah. you know money and any of that shit you know so very healthy of you to think that way so yeah i just don't i try and i try not to do that but it's different like like when the baby gets here you know like i'll be working a lot because jordan's staying home but that's yeah. that's a different deal you know that yeah. but but that's a whole nother i'm I'll stay waking up at four you know like i'll probably just i'll yeah. probably just work like a whole day on friday Instead of like just four hours, like mm-hmm. just work a whole day on Friday, <laughs> yeah. and that would be you know that would be enough, yeah. I think. So, but I have uh, a feeling. I wonder if you're going to be able to maintain your work because you you don't work Saturday, but you work Sundays a little yeah. bit. I wonder if you'll have to stop working Sundays a little bit. Um, I'm take not care of little sure. baby Phil. My <laughs> my mom asked me about it the other day, and she's like, "So what if you wake up? Because I wake up at four to go to work, right?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "So what if?" Like, the baby wakes up at 2. You know, she's like, are you going to just stay up or are you going to go to sleep? And I said, I probably would wait until the baby goes back to sleep and then just take a shower and go to work. You know, Mm -hmm. like, if it's 3 o'clock, like, I'll just go in really early and that way I can leave earlier and be there in the afternoon and Jordan can take naps and I'll watch the baby in the afternoon when I get home from work. You know, like, I would just rather do that and just knock out the work earlier in the day. Because if I get there, you know, and then the bosses get there and I'm like, yo, I came in at fucking three today because yeah. like i woke up with the baby and just gonna you know just decided to knock it out they would be like 
word. Like yeah. that's that's fine. I don't care. And if anybody's so, gonna understand that, yeah. they are. Exactly. So like so I'm just gonna yeah. And I would tell them like I'm just gonna go home so Jordan can take a nap and I'm gonna watch the baby and yeah. probably take a nap with the baby and then everything will be cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> when I was watching the Hawks the other day, um, I was sitting there and like because the baby's gonna be here for like playoff football and for the Super Bowl and uh, ah, before the season ends. Yeah, and that's just like that's really putting it into perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, um, and that's like my favorite thing is Sundays when I come home from work because I come home like at ten o'clock, so I'm there for when the games start, and like we make breakfast, and I just sit on the couch and I do laundry and fucking watch Red Zone and check my fantasy scores and do all my shit and just like that's that's my favorite thing, you know. And I'm yeah. excited to do that with the baby, like to just lay there and just have the baby on my chest and just be watching football, you know. Doesn't that does not sound like what it'll suck at yeah. all. And I, I like, put my face on Jordan's stomach and talk really loud so that the baby is, like, used to that. You know? So, in other words, you use your inside voice? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, that's, that's, I, our baby is just going to be so used to loud noises that it's, that it's going to sleep so soundly yeah. that I'm excited. Like, that's how my sister's baby was. That's, she talks the same way. It's super fucking loud. So, so, her baby slept pretty fucking sound. Do you know if before he took off, was your dad a loud guy? I wonder, um, like, I wonder if that could be like a genetic trait. I don't know because some people are just loud when they talk. He's not super loud now. Like I, oh, yeah. you know, I've like seen him several times in adult, and he, he mm. listens to the show fairly regularly, I believe. Oh, um, but um, I. I, he's he's not a super loud guy. Oh, that's but interesting. I think that I'm I think I'm loud because I'm the youngest and um they had just, to speak up. Yeah, there's lots of ladies in my house that were always concerned with whatever the fuck they were talking about, you know? So I had to repeat myself a lot when I was a kid and do shit like that. Yeah. And so it's now like a pet peeve of mine as an adult to like have to repeat myself. Really irritates me. And what did you say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I do it a lot. I'm sure I do it a lot on this show. And anybody, you know, if wants to talk shit can say that. But it's just because I get It's a little high different. And, yeah. Get we, high yeah. and I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, whatever. Well, especially, well, you know. How many times we do this, and then we may think we talked about something a while ago, but we're already to the point where this is over six months. We're going to end up, like, stepping on some of the old stuff we talked about. Yeah. Which is probably good because, you know, those first few episodes were were all a little rough (laughs) until we kind of stretched our legs a little bit. Oh, my God. (sighs) The first listener request topic yes right so this is from marquise shout out marquise uh he hit me up in the dms and asked me um if we were going to talk about saudi arabia and yemen right okay and so that's his request is that we talk about it and we will not talk about it this week marquise because we want to take this week and be able to um this next week and be able to get everything together and uh have all our research and shit and next week we will have a thorough discussion on saudi arabia and yemen because i have all kinds of thoughts about saudi arabia mm-hmm. and weapons I, contracts yeah. and all kinds of shit so yeah that's good because i i'm very it's been on my list of things to kind of look into yeah. geopolitically, with geopolitical implications in mind. Yeah. Had to try to find a way to work <laughs> yeah. over there. Um, but yeah, I just, I find myself not realizing or realizing that I don't know that much about Yemen and the situation in Yemen. And I just, I hear little things here and there. And yeah. 
but this will be a really good opportunity to jump into it. Yes. So, so thank you for that. Next week, Marquise, we will handle that. It's fucking on there. Do not worry about it. Um, but for this week, uh, do you have anything else that you did in New York that you want to? I want to. We're going to end on my possibly my first psychedelic experience. Yes. So the way that the setup goes here, we flew in on Saturday and I had, you know, I was exhausted by the time I got there because that's part of the reason why I left was I needed to recharge before I lose my fucking mind. And and so I go out there and I'm exhausted and I'm tired. And then there's kind of this adjustment period where it sounds like makes me think like I'm you know, makes me sound like I'm addicted to weed, but just <laughs> without smoking weed before bed, it's it's hard for me to shut my brain off. Like You're used that. to it, yeah, yeah. And it took me a few days, and so there was not a whole lot of sleeping involved the first few days, and then, you know, there was a that I think we went up to Cape Cod on Wednesday, Thursday, maybe Thursday, Friday, uh, but it's a five-hour drive there. Damn, and then another five hours back. That's and, a long time. Yeah, so I got up. Fuck. I got up mad early, drove five hours, went to the beach, hung out, slept over, got up the next day, hung out for a little while, had lunch, and then boogied back. That's like Eugene if you go the speed limit the whole time. Like I can get yeah. to Eugene in like just under four hours, you know. But if you go sixty miles an hour the whole time and then seventy miles an hour the whole time, you you will take you five hours to get. It's there. like five over. Um, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. If you go sixty instead of fifty-five and seventy um, instead of sixty-five, <clears throat> yeah, which and is pretty it's, normal. It's it's terrible. Um, no, I mean, like, because on I five the the speed limit is seventy and not oh, for 60. Real? yeah. Oh and shit! So once you get out there, you can go seventy. Oh, um, but so it, you're saying some, like if you drive the speed too. limit, yes, oh. the whole time it will take you five hours. But if you go like closer to 70 on mm-hmm. on the freeway and then closer to 80 on i5 like you can get there in just under four hours like that's yeah. what i'm saying it does not need to take you five hours to fucking get to eugene like that's that is funny. that's some absurd shit like and i'm not even smashing you know, i'm not hitting 90 or 100 on i5 like that's that's i think reasonable you know yeah i think before we get into the rest of that but yeah i just wanted to set that up to kind of set oh, the stage because yes, so i was sorry. so what i'm building to is i was really really exhausted by the end of that trip I was fucking just done, man, physically. Yes. It just had been go, go, go since we got there. And then I, I think I picked up some kind of bug on the plane. And oh, then we're really? just That's not a- sleeping, being exhausted, running around. My immune system just took a dump. Airplanes are bad for you. Yeah, they are. They're fucking terrible. But uh, something caught up with me about, you know, I started to really feel it about halfway back to the city from the Cape. And I was just not happening and you know traffic was all fucked up once we got into the city because there was like closures and there's just problems and then uh so we got back in and i'm just like okay i'm done i feel like garbage you know i've been i started coughing and well all this stuff and so her parents are like well here you know we have some cough medicine over there some crazy ecuadorian cough medicine no i mean it's it's some it was like a prescription that when her mom had like the flu or something, it was it's a prescription cough oh. suppressant, apparently. So was it like some codeine or something? It it was, I don't remember the name of it, but it didn't have any like names that I recognized. Mm. That was the thing. But I was like in such a bad way, and it, I was like, yeah, screw it, I'll take, I'll totally take that. And they're like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a narcotic. And I was like, ah. word. It's like, dude, I don't want to do that because I narcotics fuck me up. Like if I get sick. And I have to take one. Like yeah. I, I will do everything I can not to, 
because I feel I feel like straight garbage for like two days. Yeah. But anyway, I was desperate, so I took it. And then I find out it, it was prescribed back in March, and this was so August. May, so maybe a little bit old. Maybe a little old. And a little aged. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's probably sat out, not like refrigerated or anything. And, right. And so God knows what kind of poison this really turned into. <laughs> so, but I take that, and then within like an hour, I am... Um, nappy tucky time is happening right now and so I lay down on the air mattress and I'm just I'm laying there and I go to bed but I end up getting a fever sometime it's right after I fall asleep I think because that's when you start getting the chills and all this stuff no shit and then next thing you know like I'm just having these I think it was a combination of the narcotics and like probably the fever dreams or something like that but all of a sudden like I wake up and like I, I'm feeling like garbage, and I kind of get up, and I sit on the edge of the mattress. I stand up, and I'm like looking around the apartment, and everyone's asleep. But the walls are kind of, uh, I, I don't know how to express it. And they're kind of like, you ever seen the movie Silent Hill? Yes. So you know, like when they go into like that shadow realm, or even like Stranger Things reference, like the upside down. Yeah. It was kind of like that, and I was like, all right, this is weird. And I'm like looking around, and I I turn back around, and I see me laying there on the gr- on the bed sleeping. And I'm like, huh, all right, well this is interesting. And I see my wife laying next to me and all this stuff, and I'm like just kind of checking around, like, huh, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, I start hearing these conversations, uh, and like I hear my mom talking, but she's just having a conversation with somebody. It's not me. And I know she's not there, but I'm like, I recognize it. And I, I'm like, huh. So, and then I heard like one of the people I work with just sitting there talking to somebody. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And then I, st- I just kept hearing these voices. What just the fuck? Talk. And eventually I was just, all right, whatever. And then I kind of just went back, sat back down on the bed and just kind of fell back into myself. And, and then I woke up and I thought I was going to puke. So I went to the bathroom. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So that was, I, I'm a, I think maybe due to the combination of maybe that medicine was a little expired or you something. You had an out-of-body experience, yo. Dude, it was fucked up. I still like, that doesn't that do insane. it justice. I've been trying to figure out, like, I didn't tell anybody about it for a long time. Because I also, at the same time, that whole dream had this really, really deep feeling of, like, impending doom. Like, something was very, very wrong. I felt terrible yeah i thought something yeah i don't know i can't explain it and so i don't know what that was but it, it took me like a couple days to even try to formulate maybe what i kind of experienced but i mean like it doesn't do it justice me me saying it like that but it it was you know out of body experience kind of might feel semi right but there was so much more to that like i don't know i have no idea but like I'm not sure that those conversations like weren't actually happening at that time. Because I don't know. I, they're not conversations I ever remember hearing. It wasn't weird. Uh, you know, It was just normal conversation, but they were talking to somebody else. And they certainly were there because you were on the East Coast. And they, yeah, no, I mean, I was here. looking. I could, I could just look around. Just to be around. clear to everybody. Yeah, no, and, and like, I'm looking around and nobody's there. And I recognize. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's, I mean, I'm not going to freak out because... I've gotten really good with like handling paranoia lately. Yeah. Because it happens to me when I smoke a lot. 
I get super paranoid, but now I just kind of have fun with it and like explore what I'm feeling. Yeah. So I didn't, I kind of knew that I was like, I, this probably is a dream or something like that. And so I just convinced myself not to freak out. And I mean, it was, it was fucking weird, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm proud of you for keeping it together. It was a trip. It was a fucking trip, man. I don't, I don't know what that was. Yeah. But I think that might have been a psychedelic experience. I've never done any psychedelics. So I, you know, what do you call that? Audio hallucinations or something like that? Audio, there's a word for, you know, like hallucinate is to like visually yeah. see shit. But there's a, yeah, I think there's an audio version of it too. So it might, you know, it was probably just some expired medicine, man. I just tripped balls on. That's I don't know. crazy. That's crazy though. But it was a uh, experience. I've done mushrooms and shit a couple of times, like quite a few times and I've never tripped like that, but that's pretty crazy. I fuck with that. Wouldn't recommend it. No, that's a dope story. I, f- I feel uh, fucking honored that you shared that with me. I've been trying. So. I've been kind of saving it for this because even like it happened to me two weeks ago now. Yeah, and it was like right when you got there. Yeah, a little. Yeah, because it was either Thursday night or Friday night. I think it was Thursday night. Uh, so it was almost a week after I got there. Word. And yeah, it just like to this day, like I it freaks me out thinking about it now and i tried to explain it a little bit to carolina i can't wait to listen it's so hard to like just me trying to describe it to you like i can't underestimate this enough like that is just like that's the only thing i can really articulate but there is so much more to that yeah it was so it felt so fucking trippy but anyways i woke up the next day (laughs) kind of quit coughing which was nice I didn't really cough like that anymore, so something about that stuff worked. Yeah. And uh, they tried to get me to maybe take it again the, the next day. I was like, I ain't fucking touching like, that. like, no, no, uh-uh. no, no, no. No, if I were you, I'd throw that, that shit away from trash. Me. I'm surprised I didn't get fucking dead. Unless you're trying to have some audio hallucinations, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Audible hallucination. No, I don't know. Auditory? Auditory hallucinations. Well, there you go. Maybe. That's probably not it. I'm spreading misinformation. Hashtag fake news. Fake news. Uh, speaking of fake news, words. How long have we been doing this? Like two hours? Two hours, like almost on the dot. God damn. Two hours and one minute. I think the actual show has been. You so. think we can just do a power through this Manafort thing? Yeah, there's not. I mean, there's not too much. It's kind of no. catching up. Um, no. So you have more details there, but I can give kind of like the rough overview. So we're moving on to some real shit now. On Tuesday, we believe um, Paul Manafort. We had announced that he. Uh, all kinds of shit. Paul Manafort was being indicted on 18 different charges is what yeah. it was. I um, mean, on Tuesday, he was found guilty of eight different ones having to do with lying to financial institutions, lying to banks, and then also tax fraud. So he filed taxes incorrectly and then lied to banks about how much money he had so that he could get more money. Um, and then minutes later, Michael Cohen... Uh, like two minutes yeah, later. Like literally minutes later... President Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, uh, the guy that dealt with Stormy Daniels and what was the other woman's name? Do you have it there? Yep. Karen McDougal. Karen McDougal. Um, it's like I wrote it like four times. So yes. I can just pick one um, out. Where is it? He pled guilty to campaign finance violations and also something else, right? He was, he pled guilty on 
to eight different charges, right? There was five charges related to his taxi company. Yeah, I think it was mostly tax yes. issues and financial problems. He's one charge for making a false statement to a financial institution, which was the oh, was it the line of home equity that he took out for half a million dollars to pay off Stormy to get, Daniels. Yes, to get the money to yeah. pay off Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Yeah, and then one charge for the unlawful corporate contribution which is where the karen mcdougall payment comes into because he it was through the the parent company the national Enquirer. And yeah he used stuff. the llc right this is the story of the behind karen mcdougall he used michael cohen used an llc that he set up to purchase the rights to karen mcdougall's story from the parent company of the national Enquirer, so that the story could not be published which is a super common yeah something like, like that thing it's, um, not that it's not that it's right, but that I'm just yeah. that's just like it happens all the time. Like that's that that practice. I don't remember it has a name. I don't remember what it's called, but um, like a a buy and bury or some shit like that. Yeah, it's called or some kind of uh, turn of phrase. They yeah, use. Um, I think it was buy and bury. Yeah, so you buy the store and then you bury. It. Right. So it's something along those lines. Um, <clears throat> and so that's what Michael Cohen did, right? And so this that was one is, of them. Yeah, or that was a few of them. They, the other two were, uh, I said, yeah, one unlawful corporate contribution, one charge for making an unlawful campaign contribution. Yes, and that comes from the intent, right? Because he said when he put guilty, he did it under the instruction and... I got the exact <coughs> quote, if you yes, want. Yes, give it to me. So this is, yeah, he came out after it was all done. and Well, actually, this was during the court hearing because they ask you to basically tell you they say what hey, you hey, did. tell us yeah. what you did he said and it was in coordination with and at the direction of a candidate for federal office because they don't use names because it is it'll create bias and impartiality um for federal office where did it go i and the ceo of a media company the parent company to the to the national Enquirer, yes. at the request of the candidate which is the big one worked together to keep an individual in this case karen mcdougall with information that would have been harmful to the candidate and to the campaign from publicly disclosing that that information. And it's a very, very similar th- statement for Stor- Stormy Daniels is the in coordination with and at the direction of the same candidate, I agreed to make a payment to the second individual with information that would be harmful to the candidate and to the campaign to keep the individual from disclosing that information. So that right there, that is the problem. Right. And this is if you're listening to anything Fox News or even slightly right leaning, the thing they're going to talk about, because I really want to address this, right, mm-hmm. is President Obama's campaign finance violations. Because yeah. we've talked about this before, right? Yeah. Because that did happen. But his were things. Totally different. Yes. Those were those were people who donated too much money, over $2,700 or whatever it is. I think that's what it is, right? $2,700. Yeah. So that's the most that you can donate to someone's campaign. And, and so it, they it was, had. Yeah. And even more on that. And I'll, I will <clears throat> give this to Ben Shapiro because he's the one that really dug into this and yeah. really, really broke it down. Um, I guess apparently they had a, a massive wave of small online contributions. And it was only, I think, 1,300 of them or 1,400 of them or whatever that they, they were unable to report within 48 hours, which is the required and window. And that's what the problem was. I think was. it was just the sheer number of them. Yeah. And that's why they got popped with it was a civil civil violation. And not a criminal. Not a criminal. Yes. Whereas here... 
that is that's the whole reason why this is a bigger one because he this is under oath in a court of law. Yeah. I don't know why it has that, said it on that way. That Michael Cohen <laughs> yeah. is saying that President Trump, at the time candidate Trump, yeah. knew and told him to pay somebody with information that would or could influence the campaign, right? Yeah. Because if you're going to sit here and ask me how much those stories would influence the campaign at the time, I don't know. You know, I don't know that, that, yeah. that it I would, right? Yeah. It but, may not have mattered in the long run. that's not really the point, right? Yeah. And because this is about some criminal shit, so it's... Well, see, then, then the other thing is later on, he did say during that same statement that the monies that I advanced through my company were later repaid to me by the candidate. Yes. Now, that in itself kind of muddies the waters because you had some some big wig that used to be on the election commission or whatever, all the that look at all this money. And he said that, you know, if he indeed did repay it, then then that's technically him paying that, not the campaign. And a a person whose campaign it is can put in as much money as they want. Then he should have. And if that's the case, then he should have just done that to begin with. He should yeah. have just paid those women, which would have looked it would have looked shitty, you know. But such as life, it wouldn't have been illegal, you yeah. know. I and mean, it's not illegal. It just when you're running for public office, it's kind of a. It used to be right. kind of a, a suicidal move. I don't think that's going to be the case going forth anymore. Right. But, but yeah, I mean. And that's the big thing. Is no, I mean him directing like all this stuff. That's, yeah. that's illegal, and that's what I'm saying is that yes, and that's Trump, the President thing. Trump should have just bought it himself because that wouldn't have been illegal. Yeah. It would have just been a shitty looking thing to do. But yeah. this that he did with Michael Cohen, that's illegal, and now yeah. it's coming back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, because if that is true, because we have that now from as a sworn test, a sworn testimony from somebody in a court system like that. Now from a lawyer, now, yeah, technically liably. Well, making him him liable for perjury if he's yes. lying. And at this point, what does he have to do? I mean, what does he have to lose? I mean, why would he gain from lying anymore? Right. He's like, dude, I'm just trying not to go to jail for 65 years because that's the max amount for what he pled guilty for. Yeah. But it looks like because he pled guilty, he's going to get like three to five maybe. But his sentencing is in it's on December 12th yeah. this year. But and the other... Oh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. By, <clears throat> if this is indeed true by president trump or then candidate trump you know telling him to do that directing him to break campaign finance law that then now becomes more of a corruption charge a what's the word that i'm looking for uh there's another word for it but basically a corruption charge which is a criminal charge not a civil charge and that's why this is actually a big deal and whether or not the Southern District of New York court, which is the the federal court that this is being tried in, whether or not they the prosecutors have enough evidence to try to indict the president, or if they do and they just don't want to because it's that kind of unwritten standing precedent that, that you, you don't, don't. Yeah, you don't. It's not law, but it is practice that you don't indict a sitting president. Yeah, um, which is what the impeachment tool is for and all that. Um, then you indict him afterwards. But I don't know. We don't really know what the case is. And we're still going to be waiting, I think, for a while. But, yeah, his lawyer got on Rachel Maddow, I believe. Michael Cohen's lawyer, yeah. Michael Cohen's lawyer, yeah. Um, got on Rachel Maddow's show later on and basically said that, uh, see, I have uh, information here. That Cohen has apparently more information that he wants to talk to Mueller about. Yeah. kind of what the gist is. and. 
you know, stuff apparently related to computer hacking and knowledge, knowledge of, about, of it yeah. and all that good stuff. And so we'll just have to kind of see where the chips fall on that right. one. Another, <clears throat> excuse me, another thing to note that's not illegal, but is again because we we kind of try and take account of times that the president lies to people's faces, right? Yeah. Um, is now. He said before that he had no knowledge of any payments to Stormy Daniels or Karen McDougal. Yeah, it's um, that kind of famous um, video from Air Force One from the yes. Associated Press. Yeah, but then he has, I mean, just in the last week, been on Fox News saying that he knew about it and made the payments to the companies. And so it's not really a big deal because he made it himself. And yeah. so now he's catching all kinds of fire. And I don't know if you watched the, uh, the press briefing, but... Um, I mean, Sarah Sanders has taken all kinds of I shit heard. for it, you know? Yeah. Um, and all she keeps saying is, oh, we've talked about that. You know, we've talked about it before. We've gone over it a thousand times. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to keep rehashing this. I'm not going to keep whatever. I like, don't want to lie anymore, bro. I'm just not going to say it. It's bullshit. So, yeah. you know, again, that's not illegal because he wasn't under oath. It's, he didn't perjure himself. There's nothing like that. But it's just more... More lies. Like just a more open, blatant lies, yep. you know? That, and I just don't... I mean, I get that. And I don't know, maybe I'm just not as frustrated by it anymore because I just go, okay, what is any different than uh, this is the same bullshit that we've been dealing with for like the last two years. I mean, this it's just another lie that we caught him in. Right. Big, I mean, we've done it half a dozen times, if not more now, where it's just blatantly, no, that's not, you. we have this on video or whatever, but it doesn't matter because it's not like a perjury situation. It's just, right. he just fucking lies all the time. And... You know, so if there's anything criminal in there, and they can prove that, you know, because they were that talk about Cohen having tapes and all the different tapes, and you never know, maybe you know some real Whitewater, or uh, yeah, Whitewater, no Watergate. I get Whitewater and Watergate mixed up. Cause, uh, <laughs> that's you can't do that anymore. We got to quit getting. We got to get away from like the White House yeah thing in the controversy. Uh, but have you heard that too? That uh, everybody keeps talking about uh, how, and this is mostly sadly coming from people like Hannity and shit like that. And we're like, well, this isn't what the Mueller probe is supposed to be about. And how this do we isn't get what the Mueller, Mueller probe is about. But That's it's bullshit. the fact that Mueller found, I mean, I'm not, uh, that is, it's total bullshit and it's way off base. But he said, well, how did Mueller, you know, how did the Mueller investigation spawn this side investigation, which might bring the president down? So they like, found dude, something and handed yeah. it off. That's exactly how Manafort came about. That's how all yeah. this shit came about. That's exactly what happened in Whitewater, where it was this land deal that went. Yes. they were looking into and all that, and then it turned into the the Monica Lewinsky and what was the other lady's name? I can't remember. But the um, big sexual shit, you know, yeah. the shit storm for Clinton and Watergate was. Somebody breaking into the DNC headquarters that turned into like this massive corruption thing. Because, Tapes in the White yeah. House and the president being involved. And it's not a new thing. Yeah. And to sit here and it's like, dude, he's investigating this. Is why he handed it off to the FBI and then the prosecuting office of the Southern District of New York took it over. I mean, that's that's bullshit. there is no crossover. And you know, since Hannity's so fucking popular, I mean, that's just bullshit. Does he sit yeah. out there and just and spread blatant bullshit. Fuck Pisses me off. I know. I just, it's so irresponsible. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think that's, <clears throat> that pretty much covers it. Unfortunately, there's no result to this yet. There's no Not result. Yet, yeah. It's just, we're still in kind of a, 
a waiting mode, which is probably good because we're probably approaching some some decent time here. <laughs> yep, I just got some sports, um, and then we can get the fuck out of here, really, because we talked about all kinds of pop culture and stuff like that. Wordism. Um, I watched... I do have one note on pop culture, though. I watched... Um, a Quiet Place. What did you think of that? Um, I thought that it was okay. Right? I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, spoilers, fuck everybody. Um, <laughs> I did not like that... Okay. So, in the scene when his kids are in the truck. Right? Yeah. And he is like... In the very beginning of that scene, he it's like tries to go after the monster with some lead pipe or something or an axe or some shit mm-hmm. and gets beat back, right? Yeah. And then when he like decides that he's gonna sacrifice himself, he doesn't try and fight at all. Which really irritates the fuck out of me. Like, why would you not do that? Like, why would you if you're so willing to do it beforehand, like why would you just die and yeah. not at least try and do something to give your kids more time or yeah, like because it would I, give you more time. <clears throat> but that's a real it's a big movie trope. I think that's, yeah. that's it's, if you're if he, like if his whole if his whole drive right is to protect his family and do all this shit, like would you would you not be more aggressive towards that monster? Like yeah. I think that you would. But I, I would I'm just gonna defend the filmmakers on this one. Yes. By saying by doing that and creating that imagery, it just it's a way to express the selfless act that's happening. The the heroic you know, selflessness of this. Yeah. Versus in reality, the longer you fight, the longer your kids are gonna have time to get away. So of course you're gonna you know you know. But it's a movie, bro. I'll yeah. let it go. Well, and for what I think is John Krasinski's first directing like feed, and I, yeah. he also wrote it. Like that's pretty good, you know. Yeah. Like I, I'm impressed. I'm not by any means disappointed with what with what he did. Um, <clears throat> so I think that's pretty good. We're gonna have to pull pictures from from uh, the main video to post this week. Where it is, like a little clip or something. Yeah. So when you're editing it, take. Take little videos of that, and Definitely. that's what we'll post. There you go. Um, because I'll have to find out like the time on Instagram, what's allowed, and all that. Yeah, I don't know what it's of, like a minute or something like that. Yeah. You know, we'll figure it out. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's the only other thing. I watched a movie called Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal that Micaiah recommended to me. Yeah, um, that was really weird. Yeah, um, but I yeah I when you guys were talking about that, I pulled it up on IMDb. The enemy within, or something like that. Um, it's just, just called the, uh, enemy. Enemy. Yeah, but yeah, it looked messed up. <laughs> it was. It was super fucking weird. Um, but but coming from a Tusk lover, you like weird movies. <laughs> yeah, I also. Yeah, I also recommended Tusk to him. At that same time, you know, I recommend Tusk to everyone that's a Kevin Smith fan, even though I've never seen it. Oh. It's a, it's good. It's yeah. quality. And Johnny Depp is in that movie. Johnny Depp is in that movie. And I have forgotten Guy that. Guy Point. Guy Point. Because that's the dude, right? Is he like the main Guy Point is the detective. Oh. Yeah. The He's main the guy one that gets turned into uh, a walrus? Jake Long. And his name is Wally. Wally. Yeah. Like the little robot. Yeah. My wife is on her way home right now. Word. It's exciting. Jordan is going to be here too, so Jordan will be able to see her. 
Nice. Because she's going to come pick me up. Beautiful. Um, so the first note that I have for sports. 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 Um, is, of course, the fantasy draft tomorrow. Uh, no. The very <laughs> first thing is that Oregon football is seven days from today. Uh, so I'm That's celebrating, unfortunate. Celebrating with this jersey here. Um, and then I'm going to wear my apple green jersey next week to celebrate um, is what I decided. So, so that's still the color of the Washington State flag, isn't it? Uh, yes. A lot of yeah, weird about that a lot of weird stuff about those that school down there. <laughs> um, I feel like they just wish they were part of Washington. Uh, you know? Like Portland. That's the, whole, the whole northwest just all of wants Oregon to be part of just wants to be, yeah. Yeah. So we play Bowling Green next week. Um, so that's Jersey, I think. Right? Um, I don't know where Bowling Green is from, but I'm excited that it's going to happen. I think that it's at Austin Stadium, um, which is always good. Um, but I gotta see but that if I can it. find that because I feel like Bowling Green. Where yeah, is it that just shit? sounds too familiar. I feel like I used to see that on a sign all the time. Here, we're gonna do this. Um, but the hey Siri, where yes. is Bowling Green? Here's what I found. Bowling Green Apartments. We've done this before. <laughs> We've done this before. I God remember this now. We talked early on Let's go. because you got the same answer. And we're like, oh, what the fuck? Oregon Ducks I remember. Football. I just had some crazy deja vu. Dun, 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 dun. The Bowling Green Falcons. Bowling Green Falcons. That's yeah. a tough one. How do you pull a mascot from a place called Bowling Green? You just pull one out of the hat? I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know where... We can, we can, we have the technology. We can Google this. Yeah, Bowling so, Green. Bowling Green. But anyways, what's going on with Bowling Green? They're playing. Yeah, that's that's the first game. It's at Autzen. It's a week from today. It's um, at five p.m. So it will not interfere with the podcast. I don't think Kentucky. Um, and ever Bowling Green is in Kentucky. Well, there you go. Or at least so, a Bowling Green in Kentucky. But um, but it's at Autzen. So it's going to be sweet. Um, and the second announcement is, in fact, the fantasy draft tomorrow. It's uh, the, the fourteen team that we do. So when you do the mock draft, try and try and find fourteen. Try and find a fourteen team mock With a draft. Three man flex. Um, it's not going to be custom like that, so don't worry okay. about that. Um, but <clears throat> but try and find a fourteen team league because that'll just give you a better idea of okay. of what it's going to be. A fourteen team league is um, the draft is kind of tough. But, yeah, it, it gets probably pretty slim. Yeah, down there. Yeah, and then we only, we only have five roster spots. So because okay. I mean because there's so many people, you only, you can only have so many, or else you're five roster yeah. spots or five bench spots. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Five bench spots is what I meant. Um, yeah, you'll be really be reaching into the grab bag. For yeah. Those. yeah. So so it's drafting is important, but I think that trades are also going to be big this year. Yeah. Um, another big announcement for Oregon, just as I'm looking at it, we play Washington on the 13th of October. Mm. Um, so that's something. That's something to look for. Dogs. Fuck the dogs. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, we're taking the Pac-12 this year. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I feel comfortable. Yeah, I feel comfortable. So, <laughs> um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. Um, fuck anybody who says anything different. Uh, I gotta stop this video so then I can look at my sports on my phone. So <laughs> let's see here. So let me ask you a quick question about yes, sir. Staying kind of informed and getting excited about another season for NFL is pretty easy because there's all these these trades that go on and there's the draft and all that. Yes. How do you pay attention to that in college ball? Or is it just kind of like is there news articles that come out if you follow like sports Certainly, pages yeah. and stuff they um, pay attention to it and Yeah, you can 
I mean, to follow college football in general is tough. Like, most people will follow one division yeah. over everything. Because there's you know? 12 um, divisions? How many divisions? I don't know exactly how many there are in in college football. There's, like, you know... <laughs> like Definitely six, more than two. There's, like, six big ones, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's, like, the Pac-12 and the SEC and Big Ten, and there's different different yeah. divisions like that. And those are those are the bigger ones. Um, and so people really will pay, atten- pay attention more to one division. Yeah, that makes um, sense. And so that's what makes it easier. And I don't even pay attention to the whole... Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, I just Oregon is really what's focused. Yeah. And I, I pay attention to Washington, both the Washington teams, because that's you know that's big competition for us. But um, that's that's really it. I mean, Stanford is is like a, a big team, mm-hmm. um, USC and shit like that. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, but that's Pete Carroll's old team, right? Yes. USC. Yes. Look at you, Offie. Boom. Look at you. I'm learning. Yes, it is. I don't um, just zone out when we do sports now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I have some stuff from like Ooh. while you were gone. Yes, sir. I have to talk to you. Speaking of, just talk to me after the cast about fantasy sports, real quick. Deal. Anything you want to know? Um, uh, well, I have some, I have a proposition for you. Oh, okay. Um, so the first thing I have here, Sam Darnold, who is the rookie QB for the Jets. He signed his rookie contract four years, thirty two point two five million dollars, fully guaranteed. That is just kind of where. Quarterback contracts look like they're going. Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. got eighty-four million dollars fully guaranteed when he went to when he went to fucking the Vikings. When he went to Minnesota, okay. um, who the Hawks played yesterday and lost by one. The Hawks are zero and three in the fucking preseason. Okay. It is terrible it's preseason. Uh, yeah, that it's was a fun game so. to watch. It, I will say that it was, and they looked good in the first half. Like when the starters were in, mm-hmm. they looked pretty good. You yeah. know, um, but but we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be big. Magoo was. He had his ups and then he had downs. He had high yeah. highs and low lows. Yeah. Hopefully we won't have to see him much this year, you know, yeah, or really so. at all. Hopefully Russ will be good and will mm-hmm. be there for all 16 seasons or all Yo, 16 could we just talk and- about that last, like, bomb that he threw? And we were, like, two yards away from the fucking end zone. Yeah. I mean, we were that close. I mean, they're sitting there fighting over the ball and the game's over, obviously. But... And, I mean, how how would that have worked out if they were just two yards down the ball? Yeah. I mean, that could have gone either way, he's a man. Baller. I know. Russ is up there, dude. I'm telling you, he's top three with like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like, yeah, in the league right now. He is. Regardless, don't like, do not fucking add me. Don't anything like that's mm-hmm. that's real. He's like yeah, Russ, that's facts. Yeah, it's it, by numbers. Yeah, he is mm-hmm. he is fucking top five, top three with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in the league. Yeah, right you now. and Makai talked like about that a little bit last yep. week. Straight up. Ask Colin Cowherd. I heard. I heard the numbers. He'll tell you. Yeah. If you want it, I will find it, and I will fucking tell you. So before uh, you continue, but. one more, one more question. Yes. Uh, we were noticing. I was asking myself last night, uh, and I know the situation probably really couldn't have presented itself, but I wanted Janikowski. Yeah. To jump in there and try that long bomb and just try to tie the game. So. Well, actually, from there, it would have been a field goal. They could have How won the game. How far was it? It probably would have been 65. You know, and that's not... But it, 60, can you... 65, I think, is is the record, I think, in the NFL. I think it's 65. Um, and in Seattle... And it was, it was in Minnesota, not in Seattle. But in Minnesota, I don't know that that's possible. The longest field goals have been kicked in, in Colorado. Because mile the high air stadium, is thinner. Because the air is thinner and the ball will travel farther. And so, so, But in a pregame or in a preseason game, 
do you go into overtime or do they just call it and be like, all right, we're getting guys I, tied. I would assume they would go into overtime, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. Cause I was like, well, maybe that's why they're just not even going to attempt it. And yeah. They went for it on four and I was like, eh. Yeah. But yeah. And then he got sacked way back there. Just totally blew it. Terrible. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. <laughs> carry on. No, you're fine. Um, Stefan Diggs, wide receiver for the Vikings, who looks nasty as fuck. Uh, I, he was crazy in that game yesterday. Um, he signed a new contract, five years, $72 million, 40 guaranteed. Um, they also signed a safety, George Ioka, to a one-year contract. He used to play for the Bengals. Um, the Patriots signed Eric Decker to a one-year contract. He played in Tennessee last year, um, and now he play, obviously he's playing in uh, New England. Um, the Seahawks signed... A new guard, J.R. Sweezy. Sweezy. Um, yeah, and he it played, ain't easy being Sweezy. He, he played with us before, and then yeah. went to Tampa, and then came back here, and so now he's fighting for a roster spot as one of the guards. Mm. Um, Doug Baldwin has a fucked up knee, and that's why he's not been playing in the preseason. But okay. he looks fine. Like ever since then, it's, it's said that he's going to be good for the opener. Okay. So um, just don't want him to get touched before the right, season right. starts. Um, the Browns traded a wide receiver Corey Coleman to the Bills. A lot of people knows. Anybody who watches Hard Knocks knows this. And if you don't watch Hard Knocks, you should be watching Hard Knocks. It's on HBO. I should. Lo- uh, I should watch a lot of things. It's Don Hard Knocks is nasty <laughs> as fuck. Um, so they traded Corey Coleman to the Bills for like a seventh round pick or something like that. Hmm. I mean, he's a crazy good wide receiver too. They traded him for nothing. Um, the Redskins. Their rookie running back, Darius Geis, he tore his ACL uh, in a preseason game, and he's out for the whole year. That's and rough. then they signed Adrian Peterson to a one-year contract. Ooh. So they're going to try and test out AP, see how he looks. Um, I have the scores up here. I don't know if the Redskins have played or not yet um, this weekend. I don't think so. When we were watching Oh, that- not since they. Oh, they played yesterday. So maybe he did. Okay. You said Redskins, and it got me thinking. We were watching the the Baltimore game, the All Star game. Yeah, uh, was uh, eleven was it RG three that we were yards. looking at? Yes. And did he ended up get, get finding a home? Uh, he is in Baltimore right now. I don't know that he's gonna make the squad because mm-hmm. they haven't made their cuts yet. But that's who he's playing for right now. Is in. I'd be interested to see where that happens. Adrian Peterson had 11 carries for 56 yards yesterday. Oh, so that's not bad. So he was he led the team in rushing. They nice. lost 29 to 17. So they were behind a lot. So they probably just didn't throw the ball that much. But and we got to play Broncos our first game, don't we? I believe that we do. Eey. Yeah. So we'll see. They and their running back Royce Freeman. Shout out Oregon baby. He's <laughs> fucking nasty. Um, it doesn't look like he even played yesterday. Um, but Word yeah, he did five rushes for 26 yards and a teeter. So he's out there. He just didn't get, oh, the lead back only had seven carries, a difference of two. Yeah, Royce Freeman is going to take that job, I think. Um, but Jalen Ramsey, who is a corner for, um, for the Jaguars, for Jacksonville, he got suspended for a game because he talked a bunch of shit about a different quarter, about a bunch of different quarterbacks. Um, so just for bad behavior. Uh, the 49ers signed Alfred Morris, who played for the Cowboys and then the Redskins. Um, Redskins and then Cowboys last year. Um, okay. The Seahawks cut John Ryan, which we talked about earlier, their punter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then J.D. McKissick fractured his foot. 
um, who's one of the running backs. He broke like the bone below his pinky toe in his foot, and he's out Ow. four to six weeks. Um, Richie Incognito, who is a giant <laughs> offensive lineman, used to play for the Bills, and then I believe retired earlier this year. Um, he got arrested in Scottsdale for damaging property at a funeral home and threatening to shoot employees. Um, and was saying that he wanted to like cut somebody's head off, like some crazy shit happened. I, I got to look more into that. Sounds um, like CTE strikes again. Yeah, yeah, so I will fact check. Um, the Steelers wide receiver Eli Rogers, he got suspended for a game for violating the league substance abuse policy. Mm. Uh, so I don't. I have to look up what he yeah. did. So fact check. Uh, the Titans wide receiver Rashard Matthews, he negotiated his own contract to sign a one-year eight million dollar contract. Um, Dominique Rogers Cromartie signed a one-year contract with the Raiders. Rogers Cromartie is a nasty-ass corner. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes, who is the rookie corner quarterback for the Chiefs, threw a 69-yard touchdown. It, it was 69 yards in the air. Like 69 yards in the air. God. Which was... Can you imagine throwing that far? Longer than any pass completed in the 2017 season. Damn. So Setting some records. Yeah. So, he did some nasty shit. Um, that's all that I have for sports. Um, I don't think I have anything else for... Aretha Franklin died. Yeah. Um, and can I just say, I understand everybody wants to play their music after they die. That got really old really quick. <laughs> Every bar that I went to in New York, was it was just nonstop Aretha. Aretha. Yeah. Sorry, that was terrible. Aretha. Aretha. No. But yeah, it was that. I mean, it was sad, but it was kind of expected. Oh, and I mean, a little aside from that, but John McCain, you see, he's basically on his last leg. Oh, really? Yeah, they they're shit. gonna quit treating him for brain cancer since oh, he's shit. on his last days. That's no good. So keep an eye out for that. That'll probably come down. That's sad. And then get ready for probably the outpouring of like, good. He's fucking dead. I've been waiting for this. All those sick, disgusting people. And then like a special election for. What a month! Uh, I don't know what the time frame yes. is. Because I mean the the Cause midterms are in November. Yeah, and if because he's still he's still a senator, um, he just isn't voting. He's just not like active. Yeah, in the so Senate. I wonder what the rule is like that because it's I there has to be if a that specific time to campaign. Yeah, for a special election. I wonder if there's a what the time frame is. It's got to be something. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look into that. I bet it depends. Yeah. I'll look at that, and that way, when it does happen, I'm sure we'll talk about it, and then I can actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. but Hopefully, it won't be next week's show. <laughs> that's just sad. I don't want that to happen. I don't, yeah. I don't like it when people die. It's not cool. Right. Yesterday was the anniversary of my dad's death. Really? Yeah. So that kind of stuff is all fresh in my mind. So I don't like that right now. I hope John McCain holds on for a little while. As yeah. long as it's not, you know, too painful or whatever. Shit ain't fun for anybody to deal with. Yeah. Word. I was I feels fucking great to be back. Yeah. Yeah. It lie. does. That was a good show. This yeah. has been a solid fucking look at that. The fantasy show. Welcome <laughs> to Facebook. Yep. Okay, so does that do you have anything else? Is that uh, No, I'm ready I'm ready for my line. Okay, let's see here. So you know, Colin, it's it's been a long week, right? So I would you know, it's been a long time since we've since we've seen each other and clearly we're all exhausted and full of emotion, but we should not be threatening to jam poop. Fuck. Fuck. 
Is that the first one? That's the. Yeah, that's the. That's, okay, we're no, 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 no. We're gonna. We gotta start fresh. We gotta do that again. Oh man. All right, run it through. Run it through. You good? You collected? I got this. Because I, 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 I was, take I was so warmed of up of this. I shouldn't take my eyes off of this while I'm fucking reading it. And I tried to get cocky, and I tried to look away. <laughs> and it's it's bad. Okay. Hey, lessons learned, right? Okay. So clearly we're exhausted and full of emotion, but we should not be threatening each other with jamming feces into each other's assholes. God damn it. There's been wait what what the feces all day today. No more. You do this to me every time. I feel like you have these categorized so that you can pull them out of your ass. So they fit together with the show. Word. Man. <laughs>